Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode number 795. Just 795? What a bargain! Uh, of Smart Wrestling Fan. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Smart Wrestling Fan, the... <laughs> wow, 795 and you finally admitted it. Wrestling podcast... Well, you know. Wrestling podcast about wrestling. Uh, longest running wrestling podcast, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Ever. Um, I am Joe Negron, along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, Joe. Let's go. Okay. No. Right into the news. Nope. And Executive Moonbeam, Amy, is here in the studio. Hello. Hello. Good, good, because it's so much easier with three people, because, you know, we get to divide the workload up and... And also the show is 20 hours. Well, hold on. I have to get a drink here. I was imitating you, Larry. It's mocking you. Mocky. Okay, so, um, welcome. We're five episodes away from the big 800th episode. Oh, boy. We're going to have a party. I already ordered the streamers. I already forgot to order the balloons. Maybe we'll get free pizza. We might get free pizza. People don't know about that. Well, on the last show, you will, there's a part in the show where you will hear a knock on the door. If you go back and listen, that knock on the door is a free, two free pizzas, cheese pizzas, by the way, okay, which we've had this conversation tell, on the show. Tell them what happened. We're trying to, but you interrupted. I, I'm getting I there. I want you to talk about me. You're talking about you. So, me in oh my God. Shut up. So sometimes we have to put edits in the show because when I do the show... My preference is to just go barrel on through from beginning to end. When we have a lot of people on the show, oh my God, like Wembley here scratching me. Then What he's really trying to say is I have to pee like every 45 20, minutes. There's Yes, there's 20 breaks because we have to keep going to the bathroom. So. Can't help it. I know. Okay, I don't think we've ever had more than three breaks on a show. No, we have, yes. Larry. I don't I've edited the show for. Now you Decades or something. You're the least amount of effort, McGee. You wouldn't know. You don't know. But the point is this. Oh, my God. Ah, I'm being attacked. Um, Ah, stop it. Um. (laughs) I think Wembley's butt just erased stuff on the Storm Tamer reel of randomness. Uh, Oh, he erased the the Total Bellas or whatever, so that's good. Um, No. um, So... Okay, what's my point? My point is this. We got, pizza. if you hear that knock, that was a free pizza. So the, the behind the curtain thing is that, all I hear is dog panting. <laughs> the behind the curtain thing. It's making my leg hot. It's disgusting. Yeah. Oh my God. Is that, um, wow, people love this. This is a great show. <laughs> it's really La- we, we paused and, and did stuff. And then Larry said, it was maybe it was pizza. And I said, no, it was probably just Amazon, whatever. So then we moved along, we did more show, and like maybe 45 minutes to an hour later, we finally, like, I I got up, wanted to get a drink, and then I just wanted to see, well, what's outside? Because what's, what's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> well, it wasn't Amazon. Larry was right. Somehow it was two Domino's pizzas that magically showed up at the door. So I thought, Larry's messing with me. He must have ordered us pizza because he knew we had a bad week or whatever, so... Like you would give me your address. That's true. Like he didn't know this week would somehow maybe be worse. That's true. It's like H1 <laughs> piles up onto the next one. Um, Notice I didn't send pizza this week either. So true. guess what next week's going to be like. You'd true. have to give it to us so much. So, so it, was two, it was not only two pizzas, but it was two cheese pizzas. One thing crust, one regular. And, and what was the discussion we just had? It, oh, all about how cheese pizza is the best and everybody always orders the other ones and then doesn't want them. Yeah. So anyway, so... 
the point of all this is that where'd those pizzas come from? And we still don't know the, here was the answer. Oh, it was so sad. So <laughs> Domino's accidentally ordered, uh, delivered it here. It had a different address on it. That's, you know, a few blocks down the street. So basically they missed, you know, they, they interchanged one of the numbers or whatever on the pizza and they delivered it here. Well, it's been out there for like 45 minutes to an hour. So as long as it's not covered with ants or anything, I don't think they're coming <laughs> back for it. And even if they came back, they're not going to go and take that and give that to the people it belongs to. They're going to make them a fresh one. So free pizza. It was kind of like eating donuts out of a dumpster. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. That's not true. Okay. That's not even close. <laughs> donuts out of a dumpster. I would Are donuts out of a dumpster. Okay, it's it was kind of like that. But but it was great. It was yeah. delicious. It's cheese pizza. It was not bad. Yeah. That was the whole story. And I was like too tired to cook and then I was going to order pizza, but I but that I was, was like joke. I don't want to spend money yeah, right now. Yeah, that was the joke that night yeah. as well. We're, we don't have any dinner. So. Thank yeah, you pizza I, gods. I had like a protein shake that night. It was great. Well, that's you. So that's that's Larry on any police report when they were asking him what he did that night. Well, I had yeah. a protein shake. <laughs> I was I was I had a protein shake. I was putting out fires. I had to clean my entire house. I went spelunking in the COVID caves. And then something about a, a breaking into a bar, Halloween decorations, and then I went to. Sleep. And I got thrown into an aquarium. Four toothbrushes. Yeah, it's a good story, bro. So, <laughs> no cops gonna believe me, Mr. Larry. No, 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 this sure. is your life. I'll be scratching my butt. Okay, so <laughs> we're gonna talk about wrestling. This week was payback. Um, Payback for I don't know what, but it was payback. And um, they're not going to give us a break because then next week is the, um, what's it called? AEW All Out. Yes. So every week is a pay-per-view. SummerSlam, Payback, All Out, then nothing, I think. Let's see. Let's see. Nothing will be nice. So if you want to help us out. It is the beginning of the month. We, if you uh, went to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan and you were, were a um, subscriber, a crate basket subscriber, you know, you get a monthly curated gift box sent to your house. Burp, excuse me. Lovely. And you get it. It goes to your house. It's once a month and it's great. And, and then you get it. This month, um, people got, uh, well, when I say this month, I mean August. It's actually AIDS. September 1st right now. But what did you say? They got AIDS? I said, oh my God. What I is wrong rabies. with you? I said rabies. Why do you have to make it oh so much worse? Oh my God. All right. I said rabies. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. So this week. I don't know what. Well, you say every Awful. box is different. Mine had rabies. I can't speak okay. for the rest. Of it. Well, okay. So this month, <laughs> the last crate basket had some really neat stuff in it. But one of the things that was really neat was everybody got a um, a, a WWE minifigure made out of like those metal. They're metal figures, and everybody got a different one. Not a single person got a duplicate. They all got different one. I think there was like. Lucha thinks Kalisto was in there. I think Sami Zayn was in there. Ooh, everybody who's getting a push. Kevin Owens. Yeah, he's getting a push. Yeah, push out the window. So, yeah. So, anyway, they got those. Plus, they got other things. Everybody got video games. Everybody got extra goodies and stuff. I think they got uh, Marvel Mighty Beans this month, too. 
Ooh, I like those. Yeah, they're neat. Do you remember when we were kids and they had the weird beans that were supposed to roll down like Hot Wheel tracks and they never worked right? No, because I remember maybe, Mighty maybe Beans. Maybe my parents just gave me beans. And I think that it was just regular beans from a can, Larry. <laughs> That's why they didn't work. But uh, the Mighty Beans do that as well, and they don't work so good. I think you're, you're what's a word, uh, conflating your childhood with your child's childhood, and you're mixing yeah. up the Mighty Beans thing. I think. I don't think my kid got as many bruises. Okay. But. Wow. In the tank you go. So into the fish. Tank. I'm sorry, into the tank, not in it. Um, so anyway, so so yeah, so everybody got the goodies, but but next month, even crazier stuff. So I urge everyone to sign up for a crate basket. And guess what? Not only if you sign up for a crate basket, to, here's what's in it: you get a bunch of goodies that I send you every month, free shipping if you live in the United States, right? You get a subscription to Smart Wrestling Fan Extra, which means you have all that back content to listen to on Patreon. Whatever's on there, you, you could listen to it all. That's every episode of Ratcho, every episode of Smart Movie Fan. Hundreds, if not <coughs> hundreds of episodes of, of Smart Wrestling Fan. Um, Smart Wrestling Fan Other, Smart Wrestling Fan After Dark, Smart Wrestling Fan uh, Turbo, Smart Wrestling Fan EX Plus Alpha, <laughs> Smart Wrestling Fan um, Championship Edition, whatever. Those, pro- those last few probably weren't real. But anyway... Um, it's all up there. Smart movie fan, smart worst episode fan, smart Breaking Bad fan, smart other things. Spandersnatch fan, smart Fooly Cooly fan. My point is this. There's a lot of content. So the Crate Basket gets you the physical box of stuff every month, the, the subscription to Extra, which means you get this show first, and then it also gets you, if you want them, um, a complimentary Steam games every month. So I'll give you a curated box of, of digital products of games. You can play them on your computer. Larry, how much do you think all that costs? Well, I'm not going to say. Upwards okay. of $75,000. Seems like it's worth that much. But I, I, it might be hundred uh, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff if you throw in the the physical, the digital, the shipping, the everything else. And the value of your time curating The value of my time. It takes me a long time. Because he's not throwing it together. No. He's thinking about it. He carefully Um, places it at the box. I do. Well, that's true. But he thinks about it. I think about it, and I go, which guy guy wants this? I don't know. I don't know. And then sometimes I have to guess. But, you know, at least I'm trying. And tries not to duplicate things (laughs) from prior months. And that's the thing, right. I try not to give duplicates. If it happens, it happens, but I don't. Joe's a very good gift giver generally. I try. So. I try to. But. This is like a gift that you pay for. Yeah. But not really. You're supporting the show. But if you want the. Yeah. And if you want this crate basket, all that stuff, the physical gift box, the, the digital gift box, the access to all the episodes that we can put on Patreon and also all the episodes of the weekly show. You get them first. You don't have to wait for the free feed. Um, yeah, that's only $25 a month. So Not bad. Yeah, the thing is, it's worth way more than that if you add all the stuff up. And anyway, some people just want to do it just because they just want to help the show. Mm-hmm. They don't even care about the stuff. They're probably throwing throwing the stuff right at their cats. They're like, here, you play with this. <laughs> and the cat's like, a t-shirt? What am I supposed to do with that? True. And they're saying, hold a cow, talking cat. That's, Why didn't you say anything? That's, well, that's a really good point. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to get that out of the way. A talking cat? Question mark? 
That was a show on Netflix or a movie or something. Now, speaking about all the edits you have to do on the show, do you at some point try to go back and edit out all of Wendley's panting? Or does that is that just like the soundtrack to the show? I have an app that like digitally edits that out. Okay, what about Larry's panting? No, there's no such thing. Okay. There's no there's way to get that out. This. Now, wait a minute. Disgusting. What are we talking about edits in the show? Am I missing the edits? Because I don't even get to go to the bathroom most of the time. And that's the thing. When I'm on the show, you get plenty of opportunity for yeah. that. But the edits on the show, you don't hear them because I'm a good editor. He is very so, good. So you go. I'm sp- but if we're doing bad, these right. edits, you could let me go to the bathroom. Well, no, you're shackled to that desk until we're done. So. I'm even wondering if I'm on this show now. I don't think you are. Welcome we to the do program, edit everything everyone, out. So. It only covers raw. Yeah, so we're going to talk about payback. And right now, let's see here. It's just raw and whatever pay-per-view is on. And that's all that the listeners ever get. Yes. So, oh, ratings. Let's do the news. So uh, last week's Monday Night Raw, this was the first week in the Thunderdome. And it was the show after SummerSlam. Um, they managed to get the 2 million viewers that last week I said they probably would get. Thunder, thunder, It's going to break thunder, 2 million. And it dome. was a little over 2 million. So... That's up from their 1.6 million, so that's a good sign. Good. But that's, again, just because of after pay-per-view and the new technology. That will wear off. Um, SmackDown Live on Fox got 2.1 million viewers. That's the same again. Mm-hmm. But again, Thunderdome show, that's why. AW. Okay, so AW was on on a weird Thursday night, and NXT was on Wednesday night unopposed. Did it work? Yes. They both had really high viewerships. AEW had 813,000 and NXT had 824,000. So NXT won by about 10,000 viewers. However, they were on their regular night. Right. So it's, you know, it's hard to compare, but the point is both great. So good for them. Uh, Both great numbers. Yes. I didn't say great shows. Yeah. Well, I assumed it when you said both nope, great. That's not what I meant. I assumed what he when meant. When Tony the Tiger says they're great, we assume he's talking about cereal, right? That's because Tony the that's Tiger. First of all, he doesn't tag anybody. Second of You're all, it. You're it. You're it. That's I remember that was the catchphrase for like at least three years. Till I get tired. Died of AIDS. What? <laughs> it's not funny. Jesus. No, that was from earlier. Larry made a thing. Wow, it's just, a thing. Is this like the age show? Like I leave for one second to take the dog out, and then you guys are horrible. You missed it. Maybe Larry. that's why I need to be on the show. I never I'm a voice of reason and compassion. Well, that's Michael Scott. Jokes. I hope to live long enough to one day tell a hilarious AIDS joke. That's what Michael Scott said. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Right, but we haven't, so oh. let's not. No, it's not funny. But you know what else is not funny in the news? Bullet Bob Armstrong died. And I said, is that Randy's dad? Because I'm a moron. That was the other Bob. That was yeah. Cowboy Bob. And it does not have the last name Armstrong. That would be ordinary. It would have been, a, it'd been hilarious if he was killed by Billy Gunn. Nothing is hilarious. That's true. Billy so Gunn with the bullet. About any of that. And no. I don't want to make light of someone's death. I no, just, it's not funny. I was but, confused. But he was 80 years old. He, oh, wow. for a long time, had bone cancer and things. He, oh, he was geez. not doing so great. Yeah. It was sad. But, you know, Bull Bob, long time in the industry. Um, um, uh, I don't, yeah. You know what? Sad. I remember most from TNA. I clearly don't remember him really? at all. Yeah. I feel bad about that, but. Is that sad, Larry? <clears throat> no, but I understand. I think he when he showed up in TNA, I was like, who's this guy? I, think I don't remember that, him. And I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but I think everybody confuses him with Cowboy Bob Orton. I don't okay, think good. it's just, yeah. It's sad either way. I was just trying to make the connection. Hmm. 
What would do you? Do you ever see the tattoo he had of uh, the the bullet from Mario? Is he? He never had that. that yeah. What was that thing called? Bullet Bill. Bullet Bill. Yeah. Bullet Bill Armstrong. <laughs> Bullet Bill Orton. Larry made that joke. That's all I could think of yesterday. Was Bullet Bill Armstrong? Oh my god! Yeah, shooting out of a cannon. Like, Super Mario won't like get you if you if you look at him. No, that's the ghost. That's Boo. Is that how ghosts work in Japan? Yeah. If you look at them, they go. If that, you look at is, them, they got the easy ghost. If you look at them, they they hide from you. But if you walk away, then they creep on you. Yeah, that's how the ghost like in Animal Crossing is. Yeah. Too. Wait, are you saying the opposite of what I'm saying, Larry? No, I, I thought that, like, yeah, you stare at them and they won't attack you. Yeah, yeah, that's the ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Bullet Bob is, he's just going to effing kill you. He's just going <laughs> straight forward and he doesn't care if you're in his way. He's okay. a bullet. What do you, you can't really Who's do the much. Bowling ball, the bowling ball on a dog chain. Which one is that? That's Chain Chomp. Okay. Now he's the most dangerous, right? He's terrifying, though. Yeah. Wait, he's you said all Bullet the... Bob was going to effing kill you. Did you mean Bullet Bill? Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, I thought. Remember when Bullet Bob was in Suzuki Gun, and they were like Gun, and they were like Bullet Bob, he's gonna kill you. Remember in the song? I do remember that. That's yeah. Not probably not real. Oops. He should have been in a group called Gun. That's true. But yeah. that that that's Gun. Not, yeah. Not to be confused with Gun or Goon, which means army. It's fun. More fun to think it was just Gun. Um. So, yep. Bullet Bob. <clears throat> oh, I saw a guy outside. wearing a. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. what was the elite the club shotgun club bang bang what bullet the, the, the one the black live shirt yeah the bullet he was wearing a bullet club shirt and i said great shirt and he's like yeah do you like wrestling and i said yeah i'm, I'm familiar with the genre and so <laughs> got into a tiny bit of conversation uh what was the one it's about oh i happened to mention oh he mentioned the uh football head yeah i was a football head that's what he was talking about mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I said, he, I said, I got to say, I hate the guy, but he did a really good match. And he said, do you think they really hate each other? And I'm like, I'm gone. Oh, no. <laughs> he did. Like, oh. Seriously. I, where do you? Did you plug the show? Did you what? do with the tiniest bit of marketing no, plugging a smart wrestling fan? He is not. He likes to, he does the elevator pitch thing like with Tom Hanks and he pretends like he doesn't know him. He's an idiot. Am I wrong? I only use that on chicks, mm. and then I tell I tell them it's a true crime show. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> wow. Chicks Why are you wheezing? I don't. I think Larry died. <laughs> so, true crime and Why? Halloween are stupid. Why is that? Uh, women are such a disproportional victim of crime, yet they love true crime. What is the deal with that? The, the because it's I usually because true crime stuff usually involves a resolution to the issue. And we like seeing the the white man get stepped on because that's usually who it is. Well, there you go. Take that, Whitey. Yes. So, is that the name of the ghost in Super Mario, Whitey? <laughs> can, that, can that be the name of the episode? <laughs> no, not take that, Whitey. We're not calling it that. It's can funny, but we can't. Podcast called "Take That, Whitey." We can't do that. Oh my god! <laughs> and you didn't want me on the show. <laughs> oh, who said that? No one said that. You didn't, because you no. know better. You mean Larry. Larry knows better, but he's far away. <clears throat> yeah. So. Well, welcome to take that, Whitey. <laughs> yes. Larry, let's do that in the fe- five other podcasts we were going to do, and nobody will listen to them. I just would be totally for us. do take that, Whitey. Yeah. 
I know. Oh, oh God. We're going to get some, what, what do they call them? Mill, not millennials, boomers, <laughs> writing in. I hope JR writes in. Why are you racist against white people? Well, because we suck. So, okay, go ahead. Yes. So, also, oh, also in the news, <laughs> Rey Mysterio, triceps injury. That's not a storyline. That's a real thing. Booyaka. So. Ow. Yeah. He probably won't need surgery, though. He's probably just going to keep his arm in a sling. And, He's probably you know. just happy it wasn't his knee. That's what? a thing. Why doesn't he use the same medicine he used on his eyeball? That he should. It's go- magic. He has an eye patch on his tricep now. And what is that eye patch on his mask, anyway? Why it's doesn't like it say eye? I wish it said eye patch. Well, it should. But <laughs> not everything has could be labeled. Oh, everything can be labeled. But some of them are labeled on the back, so he's not so embarrassed. What is it? Label Baby Maker? What? Not label Baby, baby, baby Junior. No, not Baby huh? Maker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's not right. Label Maker. Label Baby Junior. Yes, yes. that's what it is. Yes. So that's it, right? Oh, Brock Lesnar, free agent. He is not. His contract ran out with WWE, so he hey, could go we to. Hired? We could use a new co-host. Yeah. Yeah. Give Larry a break. Yeah. Let him review freaking SmackDown for a while. Okay. See what he thinks. Well, he's Brock. Never, he's never watched the product, has he? No. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. So he, he, he would care. be a perfect uh, wrestling podcaster. From That'd be I awesome. Mean, That's true. Podcast. Right. They don't watch him either. Um, so Brock, uh, so he could go do other things now, like, for example, hunting Ugh, and humans. Getting sunburned. Hunting humans, other things. He could also... Not eating vegetables. Right. Okay. Eat a lot of things he kills. Get the diverticulitis. Um, yeah. Did I mention get sunburned? Yeah. These are the things he'll do. Make his no, eyebrows he's just, disappear. He's going to wait. <laughs> and then he's going to re-sign with WWE when they need him most, which is after there's a vaccine for COVID. So there you go. You know, after after anyone named McMahon, he really is the go-to, how do we save the show, isn't he? Yes, and it usually works. So, it, but I mean, temporarily. Yeah, it's it's whether you are having him come in or having him leave. He's saving the show. He like bookends saving yeah, the show. That's true. That's true. Um, also, in the WWE news, Mauro Ronaldo, Ronaldo, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. Remember, he went. Okay, so what happened? Here's the timeline. He goes home for personal reasons. He misses takeover. I guess his mom's sick or in the hospital but he goes home to canada and then he says to triple h sorry i can't anymore i want to go focus on my mental health and my other things and my mom good for him yeah so I WWE. He, i hope he has a bunch of money he can just i mean some money so that's good yeah he didn't just work just for wwe the, well, you're living in canada how much does it cost to live in canada probably like not a buck lot 50 yeah exactly. a buck 50 eh? canada so, on a buck 50 a day yeah Oh, I meant like a year, but yeah. But Morrow, yeah. So, so good for him. Take a break. Do we got to do char- recharge your batteries? I have an interesting question. No, you don't. What? How come you don't get Canadian coins anymore? Back in the day, you would you would get maybe out of every fifty quarters you got there, there'd be that sneaky Canadian right. coin in there, because and it would be cool because they have they're way better looking stuff on kay. the coins. Better but, border protection. I have I never know. gotten a Canadian coin in the last fifteen years. Maybe years. because the last ten years, Larry, I don't. I'm not playing with coins. Maybe yeah. that's why. Why are you still playing with 
paper money. Like I found coins in my doing? wallet yesterday and I didn't know what it was. It's like throw this away. I don't even know how to count it now. <laughs> use use it. Eat them. Use like, a check this? card. I have twelve card. monies. Use it. Hey, Joe, you know why I still use use PayPal. PayPal. Whatever. So you don't leave a trace, or because you like put Mr. Mutant Larry stamps all over your craps. <laughs> yes, I do. It's hilarious. It's, yes, I'm sure. But paper so. money is one thing, Larry. But coins. What are you doing? They're so dirty. Now oh. with co- COVID, we're in a coin shortage. Like we're in a coin shortage at a time where you shouldn't be touching coins anyway. Taco Bell like has a thing out that says, "Please yeah, give us your give coins." You, yeah, we can't give you. No, any they coins. want the coins. Yes. No, I'm saying they can't give you coins, but they want them. Yes. What do you think it is, Jeff? Because nobody's coins. using them. Because we're all oh, in the house, oh. and you're using what? Oh, I think it's coins. <laughs> I really thought you met, were asking me. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> well, because you you didn't say it right. You said, "What do you think it is?" When you say the word "think," I don't think my answer is going to be "think." You botched it. Yeah, I, I blame I you. To it to you. Yeah. What do you suppose it is? I think it's coins. There, see, Larry. Yeah. They do it. Uh, Wade Barrett is trying to get on NXT permanently. He I wants would to be love a that. full-time commentator now that Morrow's gone. I mean, it's not impossible because if it was, you know, if it was Morrow and Nigel before, why couldn't it be Wade Barrett and yeah. unfortunately Vic Joseph now, but. And Beth, right? Yeah, because they'll never get rid of her because, you know. I don't know. I just really enjoyed hearing the dulcet tones of Wade Barrett. I really oh, did. he's awesome. Yeah, he was very, very good. I talk about that. Fine. That was probably a the, heel, a real heel commentator. Right. Mm-hmm. That was probably the best part of NXT, and I didn't even like NXT. So yeah. there you go. Um, oh, and finally in the news, Netflix canceled the big show show. So oh, there you go. it's gone. We didn't even get a wow. chance for Larry to review it. We didn't. But that doesn't mean he can't in the future. Oh, eventually. that's true, because it oh, lives okay. there. That's true, because I don't know how they're going to work this, but... It's canceled, but they filmed a Christmas episode. So they did. So, so what's going to happen is right. So the <laughs> season one months. is, yeah, season one is up. There's going to be a reunion special, and then and then after they, one season, yeah, and then they just show the Christmas episode this December, and then there's just never another episode. The end. Okay, so being trapped in a car with Wembley panting, yeah, or having him on the show panting on my leg with his hot weird breath reminds me of what I think Big Show is like. Then you would no, I would say. You'd rather have Wembley breathe on you all day. Okay. Yeah, he, he he's not. Can you imagine sleeping next to him? Oh for God! So many, it's got it's got to be a nightmare for no, so many reasons. No, don't go anywhere. I'm sure he's a lovely gentleman. Oh, right. he, seems, he just yeah. needs but to brush his mouth his teeth. Looks yes. Yeah, it's disgusting. Okay, okay I'm so sorry, I'm awful human. Bigger toothbrush, no, or do you think he just brushes longer? Um, I think he brushes monthly. I think he uses a dentist stick. Oh God! Okay. Yeah, he chews on dented so, chews. So the Big Show show is canceled, but he could still make a show called The Big Big Show, right? Yeah, yeah. Big Big Show Show. <laughs> well, no, that'll be the third show. He gets. Oh, okay. It's confusing. I think he's going to take the time off to hunt us down and <laughs> no, he's not. the he's, crap out of us. I don't us. think he cares. Um, <laughs> that's your news. He's heard worse. Um, he's like, so, my, my nasty breath got me millions of dollars. Yeah, he doesn't give a crap at this point. Um, so that's your news. That's your stuff. Uh, let's talk about the wrestling of the week. And uh, usually we start with the AEW, but that was actually on Thursday, like we said. So um, I'm first. So it's NXT, and that's uh, taped. Oh, it's going to be weird. Probably show. at full sale. I don't even know if it was Performance Center or full sale. Who cares? But it was taped. And Karrion Cross and Scarlet come out, 
And let me tell you, I did not miss you horrible fake crowd made of NXT kids that all want to put themselves over. Yeah. I did but not. I, but, how, but how much worse is it now that we don't have to listen to it on the other shows? Now it stands out even worse. It stands which out. Which makes NXT, which is a bad product right now, you know, existential. Arguably course. bad, Larry, because some people still love it. Because it's not WWE proper, because it's an offshoot. But then you're just being contrarian. I think, but it just—it's amazing oh, to sometimes. me how far NXT has fallen. Because that was the saving grace. It was the best thing all, when we were doing any WWE reviews. could do. And then all of a sudden, I don't know. It's like Vince took it over, or they decided to put eight pedophiles on the show, or yeah. they decided to. Just, you know, just make no sense at all, or they decided to make it lo- seem low rent and lie to us that it was an equal brand, but not let it in the Thunderdome. There's so many reasons to hate it right now, and it's it's not fun. To me, it all comes down to every time I for three weeks, every time I watch a show, I call you, and I I just don't like anyone on the show. No, and that's the thing. Oh, don't and it's all we'll talk about it today. It's all heels. I Where are I the heroes on the show? There I aren't any. I don't like it because every time it's on, Larry calls. There it is. <laughs> I need to try like watching Pavlov's. it without that yeah, <laughs> and like, see if that's better. It's like Pavlov's okay, Larry. Okay, you have to admit I call a lot when it's not on. Well, you do call a lot yeah. when your so, day is off. But. So if you don't remember the timeline here, Karrion Cross just won at TakeOver on Saturday. He just, this past Saturday, he just won the... Um, the thing, what's it called? The title, right? North so American he comes title? out, or the world, <laughs> no, the, the world, real, yeah, the real title. That's right, I forgot. Yes, women's and then tag he title. Comes out and he says, "I told you that I was gonna," but his arms in a sling, and he says, "Well, I'm injured, and they won't let me defend the NXT Championship like this." So he puts the title on the mat. So I wrote, "Wow, Finn Balor too." It was he gets. Injured in the very match where he wins the title for the first time and then has to throw it in the garbage. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah, there goes his career with with well, WWE. No, no, because he's big. It's Finn Balor because he's small. On the smaller side, they went, no, you're fragile. With this guy, they're going to say, no, you're tough when he comes back. So <sighs> he's going to be fine. But he says, but nothing changes. But you're not champ anymore, so that's different. That, that's a change, um, yeah. But he says he'll kill people later or something and whatever. And then, oh my God, Beth's weird disembodied. I, listen, I see on commentary that it's Wade Barrett and Vic Joseph, so I could physically see them mm-hmm. on the screen. But I don't remember the, that Beth's there until her first line. And all of a sudden, you know, they're playing the scary music and the carrying cross and the thing. And, and Beth's weird disembodied voice is like, shock! something something i sound like a kid oh my god like what what just happened that was more vicky guerrero than Beth. Yeah. i'm sorry but and a couple a couple times she does mention i wish i was there and i'm like don't tell me saying just- it don't tell me you're not there I, I i'm supposed to think you are yeah so scarlet pretends to burn the tron with her hand and it sets on fire and i unfortunately i wrote i don't care about nxt anymore that's oh. sad i hate it which it's weird because if you describe the whole carrying cross thing, I think I would have been bought into it if you described it. It's neat, but I just don't care right now. That's my whole feeling about all of NXT. And maybe it's me and maybe I'm just right, but I'm not really invested <laughs> in anything. Yeah. Well, it's Vic. Oh, Joseph and Wade Barrett on commentary. So, yes, Wade Barrett, everyone, is back. 
on commentary. And when they shot this, they also shot the next episode. So Wade's like, I'm going to be here next week. But that's just today. So whatever. Right. Um, tag title match. Brizongo somehow. They're number one contenders because of a pre-show match at the TakeOver. Brizongo against Imperium. Oh my I God. think Brizongo got to be number one contender just because they wrestled so many matches I in think the last month. It's like match. a consolation prize. Yeah, I agree. We are the only ones left that call them by their proper name. Yes. Everyone else says Brizongo. No one remembers the roots of these characters. Whatever. Don't, don't forget your roots. I know. This crowd sucks so bad. I just can't emphasize enough how this doesn't work anymore. I'm sorry. I don't like the Thunderdome panels of YouTubers either, but I'll take that m- m- over this. I don't mind that. That at panels. least looks fresh and new. This looks like some dirty old cavern that they, they shouldn't be in anymore. Well, here's the problem. I worry about these people in the audience because if you can't train them on how to be a fan, how are you supposed to train how are they them on how to be wrestlers? Ever right. going to understand things. They should yeah. have... If you they're, there should be a class right now on how to be, how to act in the crowd. Yes. <laughs> like and it will class. later help you with ring psychology. But for right now. Okay. Yeah, but let me defend them. Me. Let me defend them because who are they supposed to cheer for? I know. Like I said, there's no heroes on NXT. We talked about that while this episode was on. I was like, I don't understand who the good guys are anymore. Yeah. And there aren't any. So um, Beth doesn't know the wrestlers names. At all. And they're like, Vic Joseph is like, yeah, Eichner. And she's like, Eichner! <laughs> like, what? He just pronounced it properly. Vic doesn't know the move names. And Barrett is pretty good. Yeah. For not being there. <sighs> yes. But the excellent. problem is he gets on to be a broken record. We'll talk about that. But that's yeah. fine. He's still good and interesting, at least. Uh, supermodel kicks that nobody seems to call or know that that's it. <laughs> they think it's just a super kick. And it's like, that's his, one of his, okay. Double leg drop. Fandango jobs out both Imperium guys at the same time. Yeah. And I wrote, yeah, Brizongo wins the title so Imperium can go back to the UK. I don't know just, that for a fact. Just I'm just not, saying. Are that. we are we done with Imperium because Walter's not around? Is it like they're just not going to work until he can be around? No, they, they it's they're unfortunate because start- the other guys are really good. Yes. No, I'm not saying I, they're not good, but it's White Bread City, just like you know I, UE. Last week UA. I talked about how they're starting up NXT UK again, so obviously they need people. Yeah. So they need Imperium needs to, if Walter's yeah, there, you know, Imperium needs to go back. Watching, yeah, twelve. Those twelve people really need to be be entertained that are watching. I know. NXT UK. I know. I know. There are a, a lot of people, especially in the UK, watching and interested in NXT UK. I would rather watch Walter than it's all not these guys on all this about show. the United States, Larry. Yeah. That's not what I heard. Okay. Backstage <laughs> interview with Damian Priest. He's all braggy and terrible as a face. Oh. Thatcher Did I talk comes about in. Not liking people. Woo. Yeah, I know. Thatcher, Timothy Thatcher comes in and he goes, and Priest goes, Who are you, man? F you, idiot. How does that help? If it, if this is like Cameron Grimes or something, then you say that because that's a jokey character. But Thatcher's supposed to be this... if you're someone better than Damian Priest, you say that. Right. But you can't... You can't, If Thatcher's supposed to be this, like, killer, and he's like, who's this joke guy? And, and Thatcher's okay. amazing. Yeah, I don't understand this. But, but here's the other but, problem. But, okay, tell me if I'm wrong. I couldn't keep track of Damian Priest, what he is, who he is, whatever. Yeah. 
I did watch the story. I thought the story was he eventually won a title and kind of came into his own and everything, but he still acts all D-baggy and stuff. He, oh, I'm partying with ladies in a hot yeah. tub. And stuff. So what is he? I, Vince I, thinks that we want that. Like, we mm-hmm. like that. So He needs to go away, honestly. Well, he's I, not going anywhere. Um, here's the problem with Thatcher thing, though. He lost his last two matches yeah. and other things I can't remember. So how would I even believe that he would even be... <sighs> I just like his thatch, his thatch can segment. Yes, it's very funny and it's good, but yeah. Backstage, this is embarrassing. Triple H, William Regal, Shawn Michaels, and A Train try to figure out what to do with no champion and no writers. They're like, "What do we do? A battle royal, a tournament, a triple threat? I don't know. How do we do this? What do? How do? How do wrestling?" I was sad to see. Isn't this honestly? You can do anything you want. Giant Bernard, Saint Bernard. Yes. Yeah. But they. they but they're okay. Chompy's up next. That's never real. Jake Atlas comes out. Oh look, Jake Atlas. They're like, oh, look at happy gay Jake Atlas. He's so positive and gay, and he wants to be a good influence on everyone. Mm, yeah. What a great guy. Then Chompy yeah. comes out to wrestle Jake Atlas with a. He has the scary mask on. Takes off this scary mask. Chompy, who's supposed to be this face, or at least the thing people would cheer for on the show, right? Yeah. He squashes Jake in about a minute, or about, no, in about like 10 seconds. Then he murders him over and over. Yes, he committed a crowd chants a hole. Yeah. So, So is Chompy definitely a heel now? Um, Has to be, right? He, he might actually Atlas, be. He might actually be like a criminal hate crime. Man. I think this is a hate crime because Atlas has to be stretchered out, <laughs> and then he dumps the stretcher over. Ah, so this is bad. Yeah. Well then, okay. Well, at least later in the show they'll explain to me who I'm supposed to cheer for in the other match. Okay. They talk about Tegan and an olive branch in a story they made up. I don't know what they're talking about. Tegan Knox wants to. I remember last week she said something like, oh, Candace, let's go drink wine together or something. But, but Candace is a heel. I don't. So they show a video of Candace where she isn't friends with Tegan anymore. This is stupid. I don't. What is this? Women like wine and can't get along the, the show. I don't like wine. I don't get along with anyone. So I don't understand. Well, backstage interview with Bronson Reed. He says, I deserve a title shot. And oh, my God. Then. Okay. Then, listen, we brought NXT back to the show. I don't know if we should have. He says, <laughs> I, he says I deserve a title shot, and in walks Austin Theory. I hate NXT so much. Yeah. I, listen, he says, Bronson Reed, maybe you deserve a title shot. Maybe when you're 55, you'll be champion. Yeah, maybe when Theory is 55, he'll still be a pedophile, allegedly. So I hate this. He was with a 13-year-old girl, yeah. allegedly. Again. I don't understand. Less, maybe less proof, sorry, Larry, than the Velveteen Dream thing. But still, we're just going to let it go. Because we hid him from the public for a while. Took him off a Raw out of Seth Rollins' group. Out, out of two groups. Out of the Vega hmm. Kids group. And then right. out of the Rollins group. And then hide him for a while. And then just put him back on NXT and hope no one says anything. That's what they're doing now. Remember that time that Michael Scott um, kidnapped, that um, abducted, whatever it's called, that 
the the teenage um, pizza delivery kid. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. he wouldn't let him go. And then eventually he just let him go. And he's like, no, we wait. We just see. Hope nothing bad happens. Yeah. That's Triple H right now. Let's just hope nothing. Maybe it'll just go away. I can't do this. I, I can't. I can't. And in this situation, best case scenario is that it never happens again. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> but worst case scenario is that he continues to do that. And now WWE has seemingly endorsed it. Yep. But, but they look the other Amy way. is right to a point. The problem is there's more layers on this because why t- this is my dog that bites me. Why take a risk on somebody who means nothing? And that's the other it's thing. It's not like yeah. bringing back Hulk Hogan, right. who is an obvious racist. Right. But you're like, well, maybe he'll bump the ratings. People love him. Blah blah blah. He is nobody. If he screwed up once, get rid of him. It's not yeah. gonna. It's not costing you anything. What did you invest in any of these people? Oh, Velveteen Austin Dream? Theory, almost nothing. Velveteen Dream, a little no. more because that's their creation. But Austin Theory. Not a thing. I don't understand why he's on TV. And I'm, I'm all for giving people second chances. And I know people make mistakes. And Sammy Guevara is an excellent um, representation of that because he made a mistake in words only. Yes. Settled is the big. issues. I think apologized and had the apology accepted. Was punished still and then was able to move on. But right. in these other cases, there are actual victims who suffered. Suffer yes physical or emotional trauma because of it or at least there's the allegation of it and wwe it's not they don't have to say i'm going to investigate and 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 then report back to us they don't have to do that but they did and then they failed with especially with velveteen dream in not talking to all of the people they were supposedly speaking to and I know a lot of people out there are saying, well, it's not their responsibility to even do that. That's up to the police. But if Triple H is going to say, or WWE is going to say, it. they are going to look into it, then they have an obligation to the shareholders, to the community, to actually do that. Yep. He said he looked into it. He put his own reputation on the line. And Triple H said that. And then he didn't personally do it. He had someone else do it. They claim they couldn't find anything. I would never have put my reputation on the line saying that we'll take care of this if you can't take care of this. But anyway, this is all bad, but it makes me not want to watch NXT for even more reasons. Velveteen Dream's not on this episode. Football Head's not on this episode except in recap form. But now we have Austin Theory. And it's like this it's like the NXT magical creatures in the sky are trying to tell me something. Like, just don't bother with this crap. This show's not worth it. Okay, but Joe, you I don't want not saying you're making too big a deal out of pedophilia, but uh, yeah, exactly. let's say we took all that away. This show is not fun anymore. Take it wasn't. It was not fun right. at all. I don't want to watch um, Chompy come back as a heel and just beat up some happy positive guy they just talked about. Right. I don't want to see this Who's dark. going to get his revenge. No. And that's the exactly. big thing. And that's the other thing, right. Do it. You, you make that a story and do that, but yeah. then the the good guy, the good yeah, gay guy has to get his revenge. But it never happens in WWE. The they lesson just, has to be taught. They don't do it. They don't do those kinds of stories ever. 
No, it's it's evident in the Piggy James's or yeah, the Mickey James's Piggy James is yep. old, is irrelevant, yep. is all of these things where there's never this big big win for her. Yeah, you think she's going to beat Oscar now for the title? Right. And she's going to say, "Look how great I am." No, there that's has not to happening. Be something that proves. Maybe that I'm wrong. What Lana and Natalia and Skeletor and whatever I don't remember the other people's names. That was that, her name. That they were wrong to do yeah. those things, and I know we're not supposed to be getting these big moral lessons from fake fighting, but when you have a PG whatever rating on a show, and you know your audience is largely kids, and you talk about no bullying, and you do Connor's Cure, and you do all of these things that are supposed to be happy family supportive things, then you have to show. Right, the bullies getting their yes. what they're due. You can do all the bully storylines if you wait, wait, wait. that you want as long as they have a finish. Isn't These the stories don't have finishes. Of, isn't the basis of all this fake fighting moral lessons? Should be supposed to. because we can't, because because you can't do that in real life boxing. In real life boxing, Mike Tyson is going to rape somebody right, just, and win. Yes, that's just that's yes. Life. But in 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 this pretend universe that's what we're doing but i'm not i'm not saying that the faces should always win all the time no they i can't. am saying when there's this underlying <clears throat> theme of bullying or hate crimes or whatever it is then if we're trying to make things better then in those storylines the good guys should prevail and let's be, yeah. let's be very clear on the jake atlas part people will argue this and they're partially, sadly, they're partially right. They'll argue that his character on screen isn't gay, so this is not a hate crime. However, the commentators are are talking about yes. that subtly. So the commentators need to be told they're not allowed to talk about that. And then if they're not, then it's not a hate crime and that's fine. Whatever. It's just a guy he squashed. But that's not what happened. But if you see an well, okay. AJ Styles only beating down minorities, every minorities, week? yeah, the, the commentators aren't there always talking about how those guys are minorities. No, they never said that once, right? And, ever. And but that's what was happening, right? Yeah, but, but it, it still doesn't matter. Take the whole gay thing away. Their whole commentary about him was he's a fantastic guy. He tries so hard. He's exactly what you would want your son to be, a hardworking whatever. So if you tell me that about somebody's getting squashed, he must get his revenge. He's not. We know he's yeah. not. We know he's not. He was food. We know he's not. Joe, how old is Mickey James? Oh, boy. Mickey James. Okay. I'll do uh, the age of after Joe. But yeah, but you don't have the age of She's. I can try. 44. I'm going to say she's 40. Oh, you guys split at 42. Okay. I knew she was younger than me. Okay, first off, that's not old. Secondly, no. <laughs> you, 42, she looks amazing. Yeah. Why does the story have to be she's... And let's... How old is all these other wrestlers? Aren't we watching and rooting for all these other wrestlers who are 42? Mm-hmm. It's only really an issue when it's a woman. That's yeah, dumb. It's really dumb. I mean, I take that back because they do call like Ric Flair old man, but he's like he's been old since the seventies. So let's yes. be fair here. When Mickey James is ninety, we can do this story. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When you look at when May Young was on every week, that's the joke. Yeah. She's a hundred years old. That's the yes. joke. You're old woman. That's fine. But this doesn't even make sense. I would this, love for the Mickey James storyline for her to be. Listen, I'm forty two, and I can run circles around each of you. She can. Well, we'll and talk. have her own the age yes. and celebrate it and not make it a bad thing. So Sorry. far ahead of themselves, that's on, that's on Raw, and I'll I'll talk about all that on Raw. But back to NXT, I don't want 
this is, oh my God. Okay, do you want to make me hate this more? Mia Yim comes out. Okay, cool. Mia Yim's back. And I don't know how she's going to function in NXT without Keith Lee there. Because there was some political thing going on here. Maybe they'll bring her up to Raw. Maybe not. Mia Yim versus Aaliyah. Nope. Because Robert Stone and Aaliyah come out. Tank Liar is now Tank Cheater. Because she runs over Robert Stone. Uh, He's funny. dead, it's still so funny. and then she goes in the ring and takes over the match to wrestle Mia Yim, and Mia's yeah. like, "I guess this is my opponent now." And the ref just rings the bell, and Tank Cheater just wins. What the f is I this show? Know. And then, okay, hold on, this is worse. Vic Joseph can't understand what just happened and doesn't know the narrative at all because he says Mia Yim was looking to pick up a major victory here, but it was an upset instead. No, it cannot be both. You can't pick up a major victory against the jobber. And if it was an upset, then they were a jobber. Right. Make up your mind. I'm going to stop talking because I want NXT to be over with. Okay. William Regal is walking to the ring. And Vic Joseph screams, Oh my God, what is Mr. Regal about to say? Like Mr. (laughs) Furley. Ooh, Well, I don't know. They were having a meeting, so now he's going to tell you the answer. What? He overreacts to everything. He's a lunatic. Backstage interview <laughs> with Dakota Kai and Giant Gonzalez. They have to wrestle Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai tonight. What happened to Rhea versus Mercedes? I, there's too many stories like intersecting. Worlds are colliding. I don't like it. Regal's in the ring with the NXT title. He says, we've come up with an incredible solution. Next Tuesday, for all... Four guys, all former NXT champions in one match for the NXT title. We're going to have Johnny Gargano. Oh, that evil guy? Mm-hmm. And Chompy, that other evil guy? Mm-hmm. And Finn Balor, that other evil guy? Mm-hmm. And Adam Cole, that other evil guy? Mm-hmm. Now, he had one face match against Football Head. But all heels. And next week, it's NXT. It's called Super Tuesday. Get it? Yes. And it's a fatal four-way Iron Man match. So it's one hour of these guys fighting. So that's okay. tonight because oh. we're recording this the, the Tuesday morning after Raw. So what really made me mad is they didn't include that one really powerful face that mm. they have in NXT. Let's think been. about it. Seriously, Joe blew my mind when we were talking. Is give me one face. I watched the show, and all I could think about was, who is the hero on the show? Keith Lee's gone. Yeah. So now who's the hero? Invisible Arrow guy. No. No. I know. He can't be. I can't even remember his name. He's the mid-car champ. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And, yeah. and he's still he's still not a nice guy. He's, I don't like him. I'm excited for tonight, because Super Tuesday, that only happens like once in a lifetime, right? Yes. Oh, wait, next week also is going to be NXT on Tuesday. <laughs> so up. what happened was, <laughs> so what happened was it was only supposed to be the one night. And this was supposed to be a huge deal tonight. And then USA said, oh, we also need that Wednesday time slot for hockey again next what? week. And then WWE was like, wait, what? Yeah, NXT is going to be on non-Super Tuesday, regular Tuesday next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but didn't USA beg them for a second show? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, yeah, we really wanted that second show unless we got something. Yeah, but Larry, hockey. 
Yeah, yeah. They only play 150 games a year. Hockey. Right? It's the playoffs. Speaking of Super Tuesday, oh. if it's your primaries today, go vote. It's the playoffs. We're, you know, the late summer playoffs of hockey. Do all lives matter? Yeah, don't go vote. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's going. Yes, um, Wade Barrett. This is where he confirms they're he's coming back next week, which tells me that they're taping the show next week. I wrote that down when we were watching this, and I confirmed that was true later. Um, cruiserweight title match: Swerve Scott versus Santos Escobar. So, Swerve Scott Escobar, Escobar. <laughs> other than winning one, it, other than pinning Phantasma, excuse me, Burp, who's Santos Escobar. In that cruiserweight tournament eight years ago, what has Swerve <laughs> Scott ever done? Nothing. Oh, no, but know. that's it. Every time he appears on screen, I heard that he's the one guy that pinned him. I miss him as Killshot. I know. It was so much better. So here's my problem with Barrett. He's great. But almost all, every match tonight you could watch. And here's his comment on The Wrestler. Well, this is the first time I'm seeing this guy, but yeah. I heard great things. It's like, I know, we we didn't ask you if you've ever, like, met these people. Right. We just want to know if you know about them. But when you say you heard great things, it makes me think you're not watching wrestling. Yeah. But, you know, I understand. You can't expect everybody to, that they bring in to know everything. Right. But you're as a commentator, it it's not about your relationship to the wrestlers. Well, but Beth, that's all it is. Mate, Young Classic, I've fought with them. I've tangled with them. I think, I mean, to some extent... There's benefit to that because she knows their moveset. She knows how a certain move might feel or really, whatever so. it is. And I get that, but it can't be the sole reason. Yeah. So Barrett, <coughs> like I said, I'm interested on seeing, um, I'm interested in listening to Barrett's commentary in the next show. So hopefully he doesn't just say those same things. Because again, really interested in what he has to say. Um, he's, he's fun to listen to because he's Wade Barrett. He has Wade Barrett voice. Nobody yeah. else has that. Yeah, that's the best so that's, thing. It's the coolest. But- Oh, and then he says, kick you in the tooth by accident. He changes it to teeth, but kick you in the tooth. It's much harder to kick someone in just one tooth. It's very difficult. Unless you're kicking Thatcher in the face, in which case you get... You You only get one tooth. Or Wembley. Yes, well, yeah. Um, Don't kick my dog. Why are you kicking dogs? Um, Oh, look, cheating. And then Brizongo comes out for some reason. This is so bad. Okay, and then... Okay, so Santos Escobar... Puts his old mask on when he was Phantasma, and he does a headbutt and swerve, uh, hits swerve, and Santos retains. And it's the loaded mask gimmick. So I wrote, "What year is this?" But oh, that was one of the only things I liked about this show. And that, I'm not saying it's bad. No, 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 no. I'm just oh. saying it's old. I'm not saying it's bad. Of course, but no, the loaded bad. mask gimmick. If you don't understand it, it's some kind of thing where on your head it's a flat surface, like maybe a plunger, or it's a flat, flatter thing with the thing you're hitting like with a them is more of a, more of a point. A plunger? What the? You mean like a suction cup? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A plunger. Whatever. <laughs> The so point is, confused. the Thunder point is, is for bad poops. Okay, yes. The point is, like a T.L. Hopper callback. Yes, T.L. Hopper. <laughs> Just T.L. Hopper. There's a point at the end of this thing story, so you can. Oh no. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, backstage, Johnny Gargano. You'll know when you see it when they show it. You go, oh. Okay. Backstage, Johnny Gargano cuts a promo about winning the title again. Did I miss it, or did Chompy not do one of these? There were like four no, guys, but only three guys did it. 
Yeah, he got what well, he got his thing with his beating up of a super face. Wow. Yeah. Face. Next, oh, up next, Kyle O'Reilly versus Drake Maverick. Nope, they love lying. Um, Finn Balor cuts a promo about stuff and how he's he's like over and and gimmick and schmoz and <laughs> other things. Your push. Every promo now with Finn Balor is just like insider terms. It's like. Oh, yeah, got it. You're I, so cool. Uh, and just... Oh, Wembley! Oh, my God! I thought you were Vic Joseph for a second. Oh! Oh, my God. He just... Okay. I'll I'll do the thing. Okay. Finn Balor does his thing. Now, Undisputed Underlings come out, and it's Kyle O'Reilly versus Drake Maverick. And Vic talks about Nexus. And I thought that was weird, but then Barrett's like... Yeah, Undisputed Era is way better than Nexus ever was. Wow! Well, no, but it's great because you always, tore, well, not always, after it went awry, you always felt Wade Barrett was disappointed in these children that he was wrangling. Well, of course. So I still like that. Yeah, I still like that. It was just, it, He kept with his character. For okay, that make, then that makes sense if you think about it like that. Uh, heel hook, O'Reilly just wins. And Undisputed Era kills Drake Maverick. And then... They grab a chair, and Killian Dane comes out to fight them off, and he chairs them. And Drake says, thank you to Killian Dane. And then Dane kills Drake. So I was amused by that. Uh, so. Drake Maverick, how you can't make an entire career of being the underdog all the freaking time. I don't know. Rey Mysterio did it. No, he didn't, because he won titles and stuff. And he beat Giants. So, yeah, do something, Drake. But, but Larry, don't forget, he did um, get rehired at pennies on the dollar contract, and then he hasn't won a match since, I think. <laughs> Isn't that great? Wow. Backstage interview with uh, Rhea Ripley. And she says, I don't quite understand wrestling just yet, but I will one day, maybe. <laughs> one day I won't go out there and do my musical entrance and stuff when people need help or when I am excited to beat somebody up. Uh, Adam Cole promo about winning the title. Like I said, I don't remember a chompy segment, but like you said, maybe that there wasn't any. Uh, main event. Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley against Dakota Kai and Gonzalez. I don't want this at all. There were two I, title matches on the show, and this is the main event? Giant Gonzalez. Really? I don't understand why it even exists. I don't either. I Mercedes comes out to attack Rhea, so that is feud is still going. But the ref doesn't see that happen. So, oh my God, big baby slam and Giant Gonzalez pins Rhea Ripley. And I just wrote, wow, this show is garbage. I didn't, I, don't, I wasn't to anything. I don't understand what we're supposed to, I don't understand what we're supposed to enjoy on this show. I don't either. And who we're supposed to cheer for and what we're supposed to be, I don't get it. It's it not like seem like, but I would. I'm okay if it was a bad episode. It doesn't seem like a bad episode. It seems like they're turning into a bad direction. Yes, because here's why: because I'm looking to the future and I don't see it right now. Yeah, you usually have a pretty good prediction of which way things are going. This is, but this is. It's too. I think with COVID and everything else, it's just too up in the air right now. And it's very unsettling. NXT used to be like the comfort zone. Oh, it's not anymore. And it's really not. It's not, especially when now it's the one where everybody's like, 
all cramped together in this dark cave trying to wrestle. Yeah. And it's like, now that doesn't look so good compared to cool, empty, open arenas like an AEW in this past weekend and, and Shingu um, on, um, New Japan. on New Japan in the open, oh, uh, open baseball stadium, which was a fantastic show, but just a good feel. And the feel of the Thunderdome is like, wow, look, it's all open and, and good and like the electronic, just the, the boards and everything. Everything looks modern and clean and when we go back to that performance center or that full sale it just looks terrible and nxt you kind you knew that you may or may not get a storyline or a good storyline but you always knew you were going to get really really good wrestling and that's not even necessarily the case anymore right yeah it's it's i don't i don't know where we're going and and i just I'm, i'm trying to look at the future okay so let's do a prediction then there's four heels who wins the title tonight? So it's I, Gargano, Chompy, Chompy Balor, and Valley, Adam Cole. And Cole. So, like, what? I say Balor. I, I think so, too. But it could be time for Johnny Gargano to get it back again. Nah, I'm done with no? him. Okay. I don't know. Because you have Gargano and Chompy in the same match. What is that dynamic? What are they going to do there? That makes Well, they're, big, they're both heels right now, so they're going to team up. I don't know. But then if they do that, then you guaranteed neither one's winning because they <clears throat> yeah. never win with okay. those teams. So no, okay, let's say you can pick any one of the four guys. Here's my problem. What is next? The like trajectory? who they wrestle? I don't know. There's no one for them to go against except themselves. Oh, so that means that like say if Chompy wins, then he has a feud with Finn Balor. What's Dijakovic doing? Bojack. Um, what's Dijakovic is um, tweeting lies again, and that's true. You know what? He would be the he could ew, be, He would be the top face. Yeah, it's not even that oh, over no, that, though. You can't do that. But they <clears throat> can they can get him over if they focus. But he might be in retribution, or maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? No. Oh okay. My God. Do you really believe, and, and maybe he can, will be a fantastic wrestler one day, but no, right now, no, he's not ready for that. I think he's very good. Good. Not, not main event guy, main hero wow. guy. My my thing is, you give it to one heel and you bring in, I don't know who, somebody. Is there somebody in the Do Indies you, you can bring the in the problem big here? face? Oh, well, we didn't say it in the news, but WWE just hired four more Evolve guys. Oh, that's so, good. It's remember, in the, do. remember in COVID Actually, when they yeah. said they couldn't afford all these wrestlers and then they had record high profits? Yeah, well, they just hired four more people. And people will argue, well, they bought Evolve, but you know what? They didn't buy those contracts. The point is, they they don't have to sign a single one of those guys, but they did. I mean, anyway, good for those guys. Great for those guys. Yeah. But my theory is like, oh, those are all probably just going to be retribution guys. Right away. That's right yeah. where my mind goes. It's like you know, if you, Gacy if you wanna, and somebody else. It's it's like retribution. That's all I think of. If if you want to be cheap, you bring out the demon finally. I mean, if they really are out of everything, uh, I suppose you can do you that. You can't have the demon on NXT when you have the fiend on. It's not that. Out. You can't have the demon in that little cave. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's no good. But the I'm demon saying, needs if to you're breathe. out of, if you're bereft of ideas. Yeah. Such an easy go-to. Yeah. So that's NXT uh, emails. We got them. We have them. 
Yes, we do. That so. one's too long. Am I going to have to read it? I'll read it. Oh, no. I'll read it since since I cheaped out. Okay, yes. this is from Storm Tamer. Shut up, Larry. I'll take it back. Storm Tamer here. First, want to say awesome to hear Amy again on the podcast and hope she is good. I'm great, Storm yes. Tamer. Thank you. So after listening to your discussion of NXT coverage, I wanted to suggest something that I had heard on one of the video game podcasts I listened to. While the podcast wasn't Conga Bluey's Hyperspace Pizza Arcade, which is a which as a fantastic video game, which is a fantastic video game podcast, it was one that had discussed the video game industry's own speaking out moment. Was brought to the public attention that Ubi is it Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Ubi Forty, Ubi Forty. Okay, which one? Ubi. Ubisoft, who makes the Assassin's Creed games, had a terrible history of physical and mental abusers among their staff. Yes, and while this oh my other God. podcast. Physical? And while this other podcast yeah. had also talked about not covering these games, they decided to still cover the news and start any conversation with something like Ubisoft, who have a history of covering up or ignoring years of abuse by and to members of its staff, have released a new trailer for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I almost said vanilla. Feel like you can do the same with Velveteen Dream, so you are still giving the opponent the full review coverage, but everyone is aware of what kind of person Dream is. Sure, whatever you go for will be great on the show, but thought I'd throw in my two cents. Have a good one, Storm Team. Thank you. I like having another option. Yeah. After this last episode of NXT, I just felt like I, I don't want it anymore. Like, I, I almost want to do speedy NXT where we ignore the offenders and we... We talk about what needs to be talked about because otherwise it's stressful. It's not, it's, there's no point. And then when maybe Triple H isn't such a pathological liar, mm-hmm. like his tr- father-in-law and his wife, maybe when that family isn't so pathological and they start doing things like if NXT is on, because NXT is on prime time on USA. It's not a hidden thing in the network. So when Triple H says it is an equal brand, Show me that it really is and go take it to the Thunderdome. Yeah. Don't lie. And when you do that, fix a whole bunch of things. And when you do that, you know, maybe then we can talk. But there's so many things right now, like no heroes, like no point, like a bad direction. Everything seeming dark and bad. And with all these people that I don't even want to cover, it's almost like for a while, I think we need to do, we need to do it the speedy way. Where I take light notes on the show. Yeah. It's I do you want to read a related email. Can I really read a related email? Yeah, go ahead. That's a general. And the subject line says, cancel culture equals consequences. Dear SWFers, long time, third time. Yes. During your discussion of NXT recap situation this last Usually week. third time is much shorter. Yes. Yikes. Joe mentioned cancel culture as a criticism that might be leveled against your decision not to report parts of the show. I'm writing in to support you in ignoring that criticism. It seems to me that the use of the term cancel culture is an attempt to reframe the the concept of consequences in a way that blames society for holding up its norms. People should face consequences for their actions. Calling it cancel culture is antisocial behavior. Thank you. Thanks for your help in making the end times a little more pleasant. Katavaka? Katavaka? Something like that. Um, Thank you. Yes, that's what I was hoping to hear from at least one person. So I'm happy that we got to hear that from at least one person. Two very good emails. Yes. But, um, yeah, you you said it. I can't say any better than that. So I'm just going to let that one 
Yes. Thumbs up. I'm just going to let that one yes. Thumbs up, I said. Let that one yes, thumbs up. Thank you. Uh, okay. I guess we move on now to the different show. And that is, let's find it here, something. Thursday night, AW Dynamite. That's what it's called. Why can we not keep these nights straight? Because <laughs> it's, it's not just everything's me. everywhere. It's everybody else. Mm-mm. So they start off the show. Chris Jericho comes out. He's going to be on commentary, which is good. I'm good with it. Uh, young. Okay, there's this weird thing we're going to do where the fourth ranked team wrestles the third ranked team, and the yeah. winner wrestles the second ranked team. Yes, and the winner wrestles the first ranked team, and then they get a shot at the tag team titles. Right? Yes. Little confusing, and I do worry AEW is becoming tag team wrestling the show. I don't mind. That's it. not really a worry. That's good. I like it. Okay, I love it. But Considering I worry we have that people are no, watch this, we have no real tag team divisions anywhere else. I'm all for yeah. it. I think it's great personally, but I wonder if people tuning in are going to be like another tag team, another tag team. I'm. I'm not used to seeing so many tag team matches. That means their numbers, Larry, tonight. say that that no one thinks that. So don't worry. I've never looked at a tag team. Well, maybe I have. I don't. I don't recall looking at a tag team going. I'm sure would like them better if they were separate. Iconic. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay. Uh, yeah. First match: Young Bucks versus Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. What are they like? The the unforgiving nightmares, whatever they're called. Yep, unforgiving nightmares. Oh, but did Who you hear? Who is the American Nightmares? Is it all of them? American American Nightmares is nobody. Is it, is the, right. The Nightmare Family. Is the Nightmare Family is Cody. The and everyone. Natural Nightmares is, Cody, is, is Dustin and Marshall. By the way, Jericho pronounced it correctly tonight. Did you hear? He said QT Marshall. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, the Nightmare Sisters are Brent. Yeah, there's too many, Larry. You're right. I don't know. Stand. And then the Nightmare oh, Collective was the one where, where Brandy had voodoo monsters. Yes. Yeah, there's way I too d- many. I hate it. I don't want it. And also, if you told me who would get a lot of airtime on AEW, QT Marshall. Yeah, that was not yeah. the one I'd pick. I. No. <laughs> nothing wrong with him, uh, but so it's just it's, like, what are we doing? Okay. It's nothing wrong with him, but really? Yeah. Uh, so number four versus number three tag teams. Mm-hmm. They say Cody. Cody's hurt. We have no info about how long he's going to be gone. I think last and week I said what? that Brandy. on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needs a break. And Brand Brandy's hurt, so we have she got choked out. No yep. idea how long she's going right. to be gone. I say the same amount of time for both. <laughs> yeah, probably. And also, I know Dark Order had a title match and they lost. Yeah, the tag. But shouldn't they still be in the top? Four? You would think, how did that make them drop to the... Well, don't forget, the most of their of matches, the line. almost every single match that got them to that top, Larry, was on Dark, so maybe they just started losing or something. Really quickly in Dark. Yeah. yeah. Canadian Destroyer from Dustin, but the Young Bucks do win. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, Best Friends versus the Young Bucks. Match, match, match. Uh, JR starts to poop on the contest, the 30 winners thing, but... Oh, but my God. Jer- Jericho cuts him off. Good for you, Jericho. But but then Jericho botches, and it could cost them. He says, "Why? What do you say?" He says, "Well, who else would but me would think of something like you could have a uh, you could win a grand prize of a, a video call with any AEW wrestler." He meant any. It could be any. 
Not you get to pick oh, any. Oh, I see. Oops. So if that win- specific winner wants to have whoever on there that doesn't want to talk or whatever, guess what? He has the right. So Jericho Who would you botch. I'd want to talk to Jericho and tell him how dumb he is in real life. Ah. <laughs> Who would you pick, Amy? I'd talk to Jericho and tell him how dumb he is in real life, but then also thank him for introducing Joe and me. There you go. Uh, Hangman. <laughs> Hangman comes out and he holds Matt's legs down so the best friends win. Wow. What a what a twist. Yeah, that was really really du- really good and d- done well, but I mean, I thought last week that was too predictable that that would be the finish, but it sure I don't care if it's predictable. It was the right move. I take it back. I would want a virtual happy hour with Hangman Adam Page. That's Larry's dream. No. Just an hour? <clears throat> yeah. It was all good, except as he's going away, one of the announcers tries to say something about Adam Page's eyeballs. What? Uh, Were they saying they could see something in his eyes, but they I, said eyeballs? Yeah, I, I don't know what that means. So the final of the number one contenders thing, FTR versus best friends match starts during the commercial, which is weird. Mm-hmm. And it's short, but that's because Chuck's knee is already hurt and eventually Chuck must tap. So FTR are the number one contenders. Yep. All good. All exactly as I figured. So and it's good. That's fine. So they talk, talk about the casino battle Royale and Jared's like, ah, oh, we used to call it Royal back in my day. Yeah. What? Who cares? What? Away. Oh my god. Sean Malata. First Malata. of all, Sean Maluta, and this is this is like Roman remember he was on Raw as like Roman Reigns' nephew or something, and Shane McMahon yeah. and Drew McIntyre were gonna murder him or something. Mm, that's right. Remember that? Can we be honest? I, I think genetically maybe I am Roman Reigns like fourth cousin removed who knows all right everybody's or, related to the yeah. maybe versus maybe. i don't want to be related to him oh no it's okay uh, I'll, I'll do i'll be fine lance beats up the young boys jericho says that he beats up the I young quit. boys on the way to is that a thing um that's a okay so he means he means young lion but in america yes. on ring of honor that was young boys so, yeah, so he's he's conflating Ring of Honor with New right. Japan with AEW. That's the word of the day. Up, by two, the way. Pl- two balloons at a time. Are you conflating? Yes. Squash, Lance Archer no. wins with a blackout and then some head slams into the ring. But and the thing is that the head slams into the ring are that are that everybody everybody dies claw, the EBD claw, and no one put that over. So I guess Cody or whoever's in the back had to say, Psst, hey. At replay, right. fix this because that's his finisher. The blackout's not his finisher, right? So blackout the baby flip. Blackout's a baby flip, and yeah. that's used to beat little guys. Yeah, but when you want to beat anybody or punish them or anyone with the head, then you you slam yeah. their yes, yes. <laughs> but it's all okay because Jared says, "Big man, make your big money." Oh my god! Why did he pop, go Popeye? He was Popeye there. Back and uh, Jake is talking about how Lance is going to win that battle royale. But no, no, Cage comes out with Ricky Starks, and the, and then I don't understand. Jake calls them Fred, Barney, and Wilma. With I didn't get it either. I understood the Barney Rubble thing because it's Taz and he's little, but the rest of it didn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. But then Darby Allen comes out and the text starts, so everybody's mad at everybody. It's going to be a good battle royale. 
MJF comes out and he's mean to all his lackeys. So I'm still liking that. Mm-hmm. Cheetah and Thunder Rosa earlier today signed a contract. Good. I want to see that. Match. Look at that. Thunder MJ- Rosa. Yeah, yeah. Really doing this contract thing. So and lots of talk from Smashing Pumpkins in this one. No? Yes. No. I don't get it. The pumpkin head talked a lot during this video oh, package. Okay, yes. <laughs> what? Uh, what MJF. else would that mean? Smashing pumpkins, Larry. What? MJF finally in the ring. <laughs> no sell. And Moxley got the facts <laughs> about what's going to happen. The contract is the paradigm shift is illegal. And MJF talks. He makes fun of Moxley's hairline receding. And Moxley says, hey, you'll see that when you hit puberty. Wow. So, yeah, this is this right little uh, interaction here is so classic wrestling that I really enjoyed it. But they do mention Mike Tyson. What happened with that? Nothing. They, they're they saving that for another time. Nothing. No, saving just, it. He'll probably show. Yes. He'll probably show up at the All Out and... Make me want to turn the TV off? No, he'll probably punch Jericho into the punch, into the mimosas. So MJF says, I'm a wrestler and I'm not going to be tricked into being a brawler like you. And he brings up Moxley's wife. Ooh. Oh. Don't touch me or my lawyer will sue. And Moxley, he says, oh, Moxley says, okay, doesn't matter. Says, I'll sign this great contract. And... Moxley says MJF is a dead man and he's so happy to sign because they didn't look at the extra thing he added on oh. and the extra thing is next week he gets a tune-up match with the lawyer wah, wah, wah. and that's wah, why you, when you have a contract initial every page there you go excellent advice that's really classic let me explain why this works number one classic which is all, always works but number two no because racism used to be is classic too it doesn't always work. So traditional <laughs> racism. <laughs> but secondly, <laughs> you have to have a smart face. People don't want to cheer a dumb face. Never. No. Like with Bruce, when Drew McIntyre's in the ring and he said, Oh, hey, I knew. And uh, Randy Orton is going to attack me from behind. But uh, I beat him. I'm going to get him. Number. He'll never attack me from behind. Oh, attack me from behind. It just... Give me a smart face that is going to do tricky things so I can root for him. Don't give me a dumb face that I'm like, wow. You're a dumb face. I hate your dumb face. Uh, Santino and Ortiz Ortiz do a promo. And they call out the best friends. And the only thing they would have changed is they wish their mom was or his mom was in the van when they wrecked it. Wow. Yeah, that's Eddie Kingston's in a box and he says, My new group wants to win championships. So we get Butcher, the Blade, and the Lucha Brothers versus which is there a name for this? No. Mm-mm. Not yet. Okay. But it's kind of a stable. Okay. Just wanted to know if I can just get on after dark or under dark or behind no. the scenes or not off that I know the charts or yeah. after a underground. Joey Janela, after dark underground. Oh, Joey Janela, Brian Pillman Jr., <gasps> Sonny Kiss, and, oh my God, and Griff Garrison. That's Jungle Man. <sighs> Griff Garrison. Really? Larry No sold me again. No, that is, that is I, I don't know what you're saying, Jungle Man. Because that's a being the elite thing, so there you go, you wouldn't know. Wouldn't. You're not elite. I will no sell you every time I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, fair enough. That is true. Joe, no sells a Joe, lot. Yeah. 
Joey takes a package pile driver on the apron. It's the hardest part of the ring. Oh, my God. Stop with that. Yeah. Match, match. Phoenix pins the young Pillman. So Kingston comes in the ring. He says, we're all going to be in this battle royal. And when you have a bunch of people in a stable in a battle royal, that means they absolutely are going to win. Every time. Always works. Every time. JR won't shut up about Pillman looking like his dad. Yes. People look like their Uh, dads. Yes, they intend to. Recap of the Dark Order attack last week. Jericho, they come back and talk about uh, Cody. And Jericho says he needs to take two weeks off and quit the business. That's such a that's such a Bobby Heenan line. Yes, Great. it is. Dark Order comes out. JR says evil Ono, oh like Yoko Ono. Oh yeah, and Jericho even says, you mean no relation to Yoko? He's like, I'm in Ono. No, crabby. So they have a casket. And I understand the casket. The gimmick is inside the casket. Well, okay, first off, in wrestling, rule one, always someone in the casket. Always. Rule two, it better be somebody exciting. It's it's like number 10 or whatever his name is. <clears throat> yeah. Number 10. So that was not exciting. Well, first, also, yeah. they have all these. They took the money. I guess you get money for winning a title. And they bought a whole bunch of lawnmowers. Is Big. this a one-off from Big. the bug under uh, Hangman Adam Page where no. he's going to buy a lawnmower? I don't Big. know. Yes, being the elite as well. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, yeah, you have to watch 100 YouTube videos to understand what's going on on AEW. Yeah. That's good. Eventually, Mr. Brody Lee comes out with Anna Jay. Colt's there, too. And they make Tony interview them. And Brody pushes Anna Jay, so good. And then... That silver guy, or maybe it's the rental rep guy, he's like, I'm all excited. And Brody Lee punches him because he's a bad boss. Yeah. And, uh, then QT Marshall and Dustin run in because they're stupid faces. Like I said, there's 80 people in the ring. Two of them run in. Yep. And then Scorpio Sky comes out. They all fight. Sky faces Brody Lee, gets distracted, gets clotheslined. They get a big beat down. But then somehow, unrealistically, the faces stand tall. But then, well, because Matt Cardona, don't Matt Cardona call me Zach, <sighs> comes out. Wow. Okay. Zach Ryder's saving somebody from 80 people. Yeah, it just doesn't seem no. right. And but then, the face is so great. Yeah, and then they booked a match with, excuse me, I think it's on this week, with the Dark Order against Scorpio Sky, Matt Cardona, Dustin, and QT Marshall. Wow. That's a jobberific mm-hmm. match. Larry, did you die? He just hung up on me. Matt. Matt Zardona. Why don't you make your name Matt Zardona? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So Dasha finds Hangman Adam Page at a bar. She says, why did you do that to Young Bucks? Before he can answer, the Young Bucks come in. And the Young Bucks are so weird. They're like, we just wanted a friend, but you're a drunk. And we don't (laughs) like you. And you're out of the elite. And they threw his drink in his face. And yeah, they kicked him out of the league. He is now really officially out. But also, remember when they pretended that bar was at private parties like house? And now we just know, no, that's at Daly's place. And also, if you have a friend who you suspect has a drinking problem, you don't just kick him out no matter what. You can't kick and him out of your life. Drink in their face. You, you invite him to do a podcast with you. This you. Really- you <laughs> It's all too close this to home. Way too close. Yeah. You answer a lot of phone calls at really inconvenient times. You explain how mirrors work. You yeah. explain Speaking time zones. 
There's Speaking lots of things of mirrors, you do for that person. Yeah. What a great ending shot because Matt. Oh my uh, God. Adam Page, they break the mirror in, in the bar and he it has looked, to look at himself as it a shattered mirror. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. What a cool little thing. <clears throat> yep. Excuse me. Now we get Big Swole versus, I guess, technically Britt Baker, though she's just sitting at ringside yeah. in a wheelchair, yeah. Reba, Rebel, and Penelope Ford with Penelope. Kim Saban at ringside. So, yeah, Big Swole is related to some Penelope. Yeah. <laughs> Sloppy Penelope. Oh. oh, no, she's not. I like her. Britt says, wow, you have no chance. So, Big Swole, if you can win this match, you can fight me in any kind of match you want. Uh-oh. And then Re- but then Reba gets in the match, and you're like, oh, my God, yes, she's going to win because Reba's horrible. Uh, she's a- I think she's acting like she doesn't yeah, wrestle. Yeah, 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 but exactly. it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, she's though. great. Uh, match, match. Uh, <laughs> she... Reba misses and hits uh, Penelope Ford, and then Swole wins. So, yeah, it was good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. I like how this, they didn't feel the need to stick any of these women up into the title match. They realized we can just run a good story down yeah. here and yeah. somebody else in for that world women's title match. We need, other, we need other story involving women that aren't about voodoo or Jezebel. Yeah. There's got to be. So I like this. Friends turning on each other. Yes. So JR says, hey, we'll be back next Wednesday. Far as I know. I don't know. Yeah, what does that mean? Don't. You know what it means? He's against the whole NBA uh, strike walkout thing. Uh, Oh. Yep. That was his dog whistle of barbecue sauce all over it and his disgustingness. He's against that. So as far as I know means... Hopefully they won't switch things around because they're so erratic with the schedule. Barbecue bag, old grouch. Evil Uno, Anna J, and Stu Grayson show up at ringside, and they offer 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 Taya Conchi. Taya Conchi, take Conchi. They offer her a contract because I guess what I didn't see were they were in the tag tournament. I need to see this stuff. Yep. So she takes the contract and hugs Jay. And then what does JR say? They hug, and JR says, Let's all go to the mall, women love it as shopping. Wow, let's all go to the mall, he says, because two women hugged. I hate him. What? So, why? So, it's canon now that that Jay and Conchi can go time travel back to when they were malls. It's Tay and Jay, by the way, in case you didn't figure that out. Yeah. We'll yeah. go back in time to go to the Orange Julius. <sighs> Sammy does his card gimmick through the commercial, and it's Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in a tables match. A lot of, com- lot of this matches through commercials. Yeah, the, Sam- this was the show was timed wrong. So. Yeah. Sammy gets busted open in the face. Matt, but, like, uh, oh, my God, when did that happen? That looks like he did the exact same chair shot, but to... That he did to Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy did back right. to him. But I don't even, even know if it was from a, a chair. It might have been from a table. I didn't even, I don't know. Could have been from a ladder. Could have been. Steven. Stairs. Steven is shaving. He's shaving. A spider, but, uh, one was meant to think. <laughs> Matt goes through a table accidentally, and they have to tell us that doesn't end the match. And uh, he brings, he, Matt brings out a table, and it says deleted. <laughs> and Jericho's like, what, what's it say? And they're like, deleted. And he goes, oh, no. <laughs> 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 Jericho's hilarious. So then they put a chair under the table, but then Tony has to say he's got the table under it. 
No, no, Tony doesn't. But whatever. Sammy puts yeah. Matt through the table. So Sammy does win. So they celebrate. But then Orange Cassidy attacks Jericho in a commentary. And they fight to the end of the show. Good show. Mm-hmm. I was happy with it. It was a good show. Um, also, how many times did Sammy and Matt go through tables before it was over? Like three? And yeah. every time they had to explain. Well, first of all, one of them was during the break. So everyone on Twitter thought, because I watched it live, everyone on Twitter thought that that was the end of the match. But then they had to explain when we came back because because they were getting so many tweets about or whatever Cody produced them to say it. No, you if you go through a table by accident doesn't count. You have to be put through a table. Mm. So gotcha. got it. Different rules in WWE. If you accidentally go through one in WWE, you lose. Sometimes Larry's on mute. That's all. No, it's all good. But you have to. You, I, it's good when that's the story. But what happens when somebody accidentally does? I know, and that it has happened. Oh right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Did anybody write in about AEW? Yeah, they did. Um, Ian says, "Hey guys, Dynamite was a bit weird this week. The sound mix on Fight was really bad. The whole show was rough around the edges in terms of production and timing. Felt like they were having to adjust, yeah. having a live crowd for the first time in months." Okay, we didn't talk about this. They had six hundred people in the arena. That's huge. Really, there were six hundred. There were six hundred. Yes. And they spread them out into clumps. The clumps were people that came to the show together. Um, uh, Tony said if there were any scalpers, Tony Khan this is, Mm -hmm. if there were any scalpers, um, he would not let those people have those seats. If you bought from scalpers, you were not allowed to have those seats. You had to actually buy the tickets. And if you came as a group... Then you got to sit together. If it was like different cars, you weren't. And they were checking this stuff. I guess you can check it when there's that few people in there. But once it gets in the thousands, I don't know how you can figure this out. But anyway, they did a, they, he pumped up the crowd beforehand and gave them rules. And one of the things was he said he didn't want them to curse because he doesn't like getting fined yeah. by TNT. Right. <laughs> so, Good. but that's, you know, whatever. The point is they're at least trying. They have rules, they have testing. They have, you know, it might, you might look in the crowd and go, wow, those people are way too close together. Those were people that were in the same family or those were people in the same group. So if people in the so same you, group want to buy, if you bought a block of tickets, like you bought, tickets. if you bought four tickets, you could come with three other friends. Now, if you're giving your friends COVID and whatever, that's your own business. But the point is you had to buy those <laughs> as a cluster, you know, whatever, like Larry does every week. Um, but um, yeah, so I forgot to mention that, but that was an important thing to know. And they're going to try and keep upping the number, you know, as safely right. as they can. Um, I guess they wanted between five and five hundred and fifteen hundred at first. So the first test is six hundred, and then they'll, you know, they'll mm-hmm. they'll tweak it as they go. That's good, good plan. Um, but he says, yeah, the sound mix was bad because of this. And, and, you know, it was a little goofy, but I really liked the open arena plus lots of noise. So that I thought that was good. Uh, in particular, an event felt rushed, like something had gone wrong early in the night or gone long early in the night. Both were true, which right. is a shame because I enjoyed what Sammy and Matt did with the time they had. Don't worry, they're going to get a uh, pay-per-view match. So. You have nothing to worry about. But yeah, it was rushed. You're absolutely correct. Problems with pacing and production aside, there was a lot to enjoy. The gauntlet match was fun. Yes, I liked it. Mm -hmm. Eight-man tag was great. Everything seemed packed with stories. Swole handicap match was terrible, but it was a match with Rebel in it, so I wasn't expecting very much. It was supposed to be terrible, though. That's the thing. Yes. So just keep that in mind. It was not supposed to be good. Um, 
It feels like a lot is being built for All Out, considering that's next week. I sure hope so. Thanks, guys. Ian, P.S. Everyone needs... He's. This is... I give this advice too. He says, everyone needs to go watch the New Japan show from Jingu Stadium right oh now. Oh, my goodness. He's the Minoru correct. Suzuki versus Shingo match. Oh, my God. Yep. Yes. It was... A, oh, my God. This show is only six matches. And then there's a small break in the middle so they could do cleaning and disinfection. So they come out, clean everything, whatever, and then they re- re- resume. But this makes the pay-per-views nice and short. They're fun. This was open arena. Mm-hmm. It The story's built as the show goes. I don't want to spoil anything. What a fun, great show. And the Hiromu... Um, Hiromu Taiji, Taiji match. yeah. Again, Shimori. awesome. Suzuki Shingo match, incredible. Yeah. Other things on there to enjoy, but I won't say what. Yeah. Just, just yeah. If you have a chance to watch this show, yep, it was good. And they did, for the first time ever, they did what NXT does with commentary, where they had Kevin and Chris mm-hmm. do commentary when they weren't at the arena. Yeah, via Zoom or whatever. So they tried to do it. Now, they were lagged out by maybe two seconds. So sometimes they, what they were saying, they don't have quite the it's technology that NXT does. Yeah. Right. So what they were saying was a little bit off from what was happening there, but it was good enough. And yeah. if that's what they can do to get us English commentary, because here's what's happening. On New Japan World, we are, well, like, let's say, for example, this whole Summer Struggle tour. Every show was in Japanese, and then you had to wait till the next day, usually, or the right. day after, to get the English commentary on it. So if you were behind like we were, that was fine. But if you want to watch it in real time or live, you have to watch Japanese commentary. What's happening now is they're looking at a way for New Japan Road and the G1 where we can do this from home commentary. If we can perfect this, Kevin wants to do, Kevin Kelly wants to do at home commentary for the G1. It's crazy that all of that relies on someone's home yes. internet. <laughs> You're using their home internet to put a thing on a network which is like a WWE network over the top, whatever, Netflix. Think about that. For a live show, it's hoping that his internet doesn't go down. And and okay, that's... If, if you're Kevin Kelly's neighbor and you know you can go over and just snip his internet... Can you imagine right. that? Right. Yes. About it. And it, it, it's funny because I work in an essential services industry and financial services. and So do I. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we sent, we have like 6,000 employees right now, and we have 80 something percent of those people working from home. Our entire company is run on people's home internet. Yep. It's insane. I it's can't, just the whole thing is yep. insane. It, the idea of that is is nuts. Wow. I'm, I'm betting they wish they would have uh, done like a, uh, a government. You know, what, what do they call that when they hooked everybody up to electricity in the 1930s? <laughs> yes. I don't know what the name is, but yes. Yeah, they should they should have done that for him. Yeah, I know. Well, there you go. Uh, other Dynamite emails? Other ones? Don't look at me. Emails. I got tons of shows to cover. Oh, shut up. Others? Um, yeah, see, I found it. I'm sure you all saw it, but I want just wanted to emphasize how great it was when Brody Lee was oh, announcing Larry the Oh, Larry didn't say this. The newest member of the Dark Order and Colt Cabana acted like he was going to be announced, but then played it off like he wasn't as soon as it wasn't for him. The attention to detail, except for Larry, the attention to detail (laughs) is why AEW is something special and why canceling the network after Money in the Bank and not watching any WWE products (laughs) since there has been more (laughs) since has been worth it. 
Thank you for covering the rest so I know what I'm not missing and a little that I'm almost tempted to watch. This is from somebody who does not like to sign his emails. Yes. It's my favorite, somebody that doesn't like to sign emails. Yes, we'll call him. We'll call him. Somebody uh, who doesn't like to sign emails. I'll call him so. That's fine. Okay. So, Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. We've got to go to another show. Unfortunately, we have to do SmackDown now. Okay, obviously it must be Amy's show. Yeah, sure. SmackDown. It was a thing. Yep. You suck. Time for uh, In memory of Think. That's uh, not real. SmackDown, the uh, SummerSlam recap about The Fiend and all that stuff. And then we go straight into that tall guy. Remember the tall guy? Well, tonight he's going to get name-checked. Yes. He wasn't name-checked last time. That's Adam Pierce. So Look at name that. Name-checks. He actually actually exists. That's how comic books work. Mm-hmm. You put their name down, they exist. I think Adam Pierce must lead Retribution. He's the only thing holding SmackDown and Raw together right now, isn't he? Yeah, pretty much. Well, he's he's obviously putting all the guards in the wrong place at the yes. right time. Yeah. So, wow, mm. that's a good theory. Uh, he says, "Hey, all you guards, go out there and do your duties and stuff." And he goes to Vince's office, and he says, "Vince, everything's secure." And Vince says, well, he says, I got a big thing for you tonight. By the way, sound tonight, the cheers are too loud. I, yeah, I like and, Vin, and Vince is like Mr. Mumble. What is he? Here's everything Vince says. Well, we're going to go into the contract center in the fire, fun house. Huskers, okay. it's great. That is, that's what? the best imitation you've ever done because that's. It's what devolved, we heard. He's devolved into your imitation. Yes. So he says, guess what? I need you to go get the signatures for the three-way match, the pay-per-view for the world title. He says, and he's the guy's like, gulp? Yep. And he says, why don't you start with the Fiend? I bet you can find him at the Fun House. And then Vince says something like, fun is the key word. And he gives him an outfit. So because of that, I thought, oh, it's like a clown suit or something, right? I didn't understand that. And then Vince says, blah, 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 blah. He loves husky. I love that. I don't know. I love that pig. Nice yeah. pig. I watch him. I really fun. <laughs> so, watch him. Puppets. What? Just, just what are saying? I can't understand him. Have him in a hospital bed just saying random stuff. Like, oh, just <laughs> I haven't said night feast to pig. Uh, new IC champ, Jeff Hardy, comes out. And this is where they name check Adam Pierce. He is a real character now. He exists. Mm-hmm. Jeff is tickled pink. Oh my god! What? Tickled pink. AJ comes out. He says, "You cheated, Jeff, and you know how to work that system, Jeff." Is he talking <laughs> like prescription medication? Yes. See, doctor shopping. That's what uh, I was going to say. Yes. AJ said he's not cleared to rest. Okay, here's where I think Jeff went in business for himself because the story is a. Is Jeff's out here and says, I'll wrestle anybody. And AJ's out here saying, I'm not cleared. And then Jeff has to say, well, I'm going to wrestle anybody, but not you. Yeah, it's Why like you, you just said he can't. Yeah. So. Hmm. so we go to commercial, and I can't wait. And we just come back, oh, Nakamura. Why didn't we get a – that was – if you I say I'll know. wrestle anybody, at least give me the fun of of seeing the person come And also, the roster's so thin, they had to pick somebody that already has a title. Mm. Remember when AJ's they would never com- do that? Remember that? Mm. AJ's on commentary. Cesaro's in a box, and he's like, 
I don't know what happened. I come out and and I just go backstage and get a drink and then Nakamura, he go away. Why is, why is he, cartoon, he Super Mario? Why is he cartoon Italian and not I don't Swiss? Know how to do that weird accent? Then don't do any accent. You don't have to do the accent. Hey, the hey, accents. hey! I turned. Oh, I turned. Unless you're good at it. Hey, I turned around and Nakamura, he's already out at the ring and not even a text to me. Yeah, see. It does not even text me. I can't do that, but it's okay. That's oh, fine. You're great. But but it's great because listen, I love Cesaro. God, I, I've given up all hope of them ever using him properly. Yeah. He's amazing because he goes. But hey, everybody wants to hold two titles now. Yep. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you. Uh, match, match, match. <coughs> they mentioned the Styles Nakamura classic matches. Oh my oh, God! You mean punching you, me in the crotch? How is that classic? <sighs> What? Remember when they promised us that WrestleMania match would be the, one of the greatest matches of all time and then it was just kind of there and the whole story became punching people in the crotch? It's like when Scully and... Who, oh, God. Not Scully. Yeah. That was who? Scully and... Um, oh, my God. I can't think of the other guy's name. Hitchcock. Hitchcock and Scully were laying on the ground punching yeah. each other in the crotch for Yep, a, over an and hour. over. That was the Nakamura AJ Styles feud. Are you thinking of Cagney and Lacey? Nope. Oh, I'm thinking it was of Brooklyn them. Nine-Nine. No. no. And they remember that episode where Cagney and Lacey just lay there and punched you. They weren't punching. <laughs> oh, yikes! Ghost. Okay. okay, stop. Cole. They involved a fist. Okay, sorry. Cole, oh my god. Cole has got to stop calling Nakamura Shin like he's his best friend. <sighs> yep. What? <clears throat> Don't like uh, it. First off, we need to jo- just drop the Shinsei. Period. Call nope, you do because you said it wrong. Yes, exactly. It, just start calling him given. by Shinsuke. How about just his real name? Yes, yes. Point given. Nakamura is his name. Done and done. Jeff uses his dirty knee again. <laughs> Jeff goes over. <laughs> AJ's mad. But then... Is okay. it dirty knee like dirty needle? Is that what's dirty going knee. on? Jeff, yeah. yeah. Sure, you got it. Uh, but then Sami Zayn dances out. <gasps> with the Sweet ginger bits. Oh my God, I can't uh, believe he's back. So well, AJ stares at Sammy and oh no! But then Sammy kicks Jeff Hardy and then Sammy yells "fraud, fraud." <laughs> I thought he was going to say "fraudy," but yes. Uh, but then Sammy sings "Happy Day" and walks back. I'm glad to see Sammy back. Love Me Sammy. too. Wait, did you mention oh. he has a title of his own? Yeah, I said he came out with the other title. So that means that there's okay. two Intercontinental Champions. So this is Razor Ramon here. Also, do you well, think but they there's will- three because AJ says he didn't lose it. Yeah, okay, so. that's fine. Do you think that they'll remember that Sami Zayn, the whole storyline with Jeff Hardy and the and the the, the guy had red hair and a red beard? Mm-hmm, Do you think they'll right. remember all that? No. Oh my God! Whatever happened? Wow, that's so far gone. But I'm saying you could. Yeah, I got all the footage. Let's no, do it. No, 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 no. Okay, that's, that is dead and gone. I don't know, Larry. Can't ask why, I Larry. He, it was it was a guy that stopped Hardy from winning or being in that tournament, who didn't want them to choose a new champion because he thought he was the, still the champion. And now that guy with the red hair and the red beard comes back with the title, saying that that didn't count. It's all there. If they don't do it, then WWE is a complete failure. Yes. So they won't do it. No, thank you. Kayla asks Sammy, why did you do that? And he says, I write wrongs, and they're all fraud drays. They are. Firehouse Funhouse. <laughs> Bray says he's glad to be back. It's not Firehouse Funhouse. 
Firehouse Funhouse, yes. Fire they, that's what Cole said the one time. Oh. Yeah. No, King said Firehouse Funhouse. But what was the deal with Huskus reading the internet? Didn't get the joke. Uh, he was watching that video that's controversial. That that video. We can't okay. say the initials here on the show because it's too lewd. Okay. This is a kid's oh. show. Family friendly. So he says, so the, he says something's missing and oh, the belt appears. He has the belt now. The, you know, Bray has the belt, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. And the door rings and Adam Pierce comes in as dressed as a postman. He says, oh, it's Postman Pierce. Good to see you. Very here. good. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is all fun. And, and Adam Pierce does a good job of looking around and being confused. It's and he very, just wants a signature. Hold on. He's it's saying. very good, except for was it last week or the week before when. Yeah, Corey, Corey Graves said was, you can't find the portal to get right. in the funhouse. Forget it. And Vince, well, but Vince would know where it is because remember when he did the Patty Duke thing or the, yeah, the okay. Marx Brothers thing with The Fiend, he is the So fun then house. Corey is just an idiot. Corey's just stupid, yeah. Corey says stuff. Uh, so Pierce is, says, you should sign this. And he's like, why would I sign it? It's for the fee. Oh. Pierce says, but sometimes you guys are. And he's like, Urgh. I'll yep. sign it. Yep. And he signs it. Good. Again, it's always good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Matt Riddle, and he comes out and he calls out Corbin, I think. And then we come back and Matt Riddle's in the ring and he says, Corbin, Get out here. I know how hard it is to put that little crown on your big little cranium. <laughs> they, they even make fun of him for that. So, yes, oh, good. But then Corbin comes out. But no, it's Shorty G. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. What is he? I don't. Uh, but Riddle wins again fighting Shorty G. I really care. And Corbin wow. attacks him and run away. I can't care less about Ugh. this. They talk about the Miz, Miz and Biggie talking controversy that they're just trying to ride on, but not really mention what the <laughs> yeah. controversy is. That like it was controversial in a place way that I'm not going to say. Yep. Earlier today, Miz wanted. Okay, they do such a bad job of explaining this. I'm just going to tell you what happened. What yes, they please, say happened. please. Because supposedly Biggie was supposed to be on Miz TV. But he told Miz he didn't want to be on Miz TV because they had a fight, and instead they're going to have some kind of six-man tag match. Yeah, it's so confusing. You don't want to know. The- All you need to know is Miz and Morrison are back there with Sheamus, and they talk to Biggie, and Biggie has Tucker and Otis, and Tucker calls Biggie my boy. Yeah, he sure did. Okay. Ba- and we're not saying by. we think he's racist. We just think he probably is not even thinking. He probably should. Oh no, he no, probably should have thought about it. Yeah. Absolutely not. It just sounded. Mm-hmm. Bailey and Sasha go by and make fun of them because we have to have these weird pass bys now because I don't know who decided pass bys were great backstage. I don't know. They love. <sighs> so back, Adam Pierce knocks on the big dog room and rings door, but no one answers. Kayla talks to Corbin. And Corbin says he's going to wrestle Riddle at the pay-per-view and get this all over with. No. <sighs> Sasha and Bailey come out. Bailey's kind, of, Or Sasha's kind of sad because she only has one title. And Bailey says it's her fault because she shouldn't have let Oscar wrestle Bailey for the belt. But they're still friends. And then Nia Jax and Shana, Shayna Baszler come on the Tron and says, we're going to take her titles from you. Mm-hmm. In the back, Pierce asks Drew Gulak if he's seen Braun Strowman. 
Drew says, I don't know, but I sure hope I see him first because I'm going to beat him up. And then he says, oh, look, he's over there eating something. And he hits him with a chair. Braun no-sells it. Drew, Drew runs away. The Pierce says, sign this contract. And Braun says, I don't want a world title unless I can beat up Drew Gulag tonight. Wow. And then he leaves without signing it. <clears throat> That's, wow. But, okay. Back, Sammy sees Nakazaro, the tag team back there. And he says, hey, guys, remember us? We're a team. And they say, you didn't even call us. We had no idea where you were. And Nakazaro is not into this at all. Braun Strowman has a match and beats up Gulag, and that was what he needed, so he signs the contract. Wow. Whatever. Okay. Now, Lucha Party walking. Callisto says, hey, I learned from you guys as being bad, and I learned from your mistakes. I'm going to win. He leaves, but then the two of them get beat up by Nakazaro. <sighs> then I guess what? it's Cesaro versus Callisto next. Their roster's and- so thin, every story's leaking into every other story. Right. Now... Was Cole supposed to be saying that Nakazaro were bullies instead of practical jokers? Um, because we've seen them beating up little guys. We've never seen a practical joke. Right. Does he not know the difference between I a bully and a practical I don't think he does because he's joker? he's made a similar comment before, I think. Yeah. Oh, he, no, never mind. I'm he thinking of practical, practical pranks. pranks. <laughs> yeah. Practical yeah. pranks. Remember. They're practical pranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Callisto against Cesaro. Nakamura's a ringside. Eventually it all falls out, but Lucha, Lucha friends come out, but then Nakamura helps Cesaro win it, and then the Lucha brother, or Lucha party argue and hug. Does anyone care? No, because Callisto as a heel doesn't, like, I can't see where that would lead to anything. Mm-mm. And then, them like, this is going to be a holding pattern for weeks. No one cares about this. Vince is in his office, and Pierce says, I got two signatures, can't get Roman Reigns to open his door. And Vince says, well, I'll take you down to the door, and I'll throw you into the door and bust it down. I can't wait Yikes. to see that. I can't wait to see that. It's huh. They promised me it's back in uh, Nikki. Okay. Nikki Cross is standing there holding a coffee cup, and she's so sad. And then Tamina <laughs> is suddenly a face. Mm-hmm. But nobody's meaner than Tamina. Right. Nobody's nicer than Tamisa. Uh, She comes in and she says, says, why are you looking so sad at that coffee cup? And and Nikki says, ugh, this is the first gift that Alexa must ever gave to me. And now I'm so sad because she's so real. I don't even know this should be. Uh, If you're Scottish and you're a fan, I'm sorry. (laughs) I am sorry if you're Scottish. But, yeah, so they're all sad, but Okay, wrestling. <laughs> WWE has been getting better, right, Joe? Because it, well, I, they get better when they're in the lowest, lowest, lowest ratings period, and then as soon as it goes up even the littlest bit, then they stop trying. Mm-hmm. But boy, are they trying now! Because honestly, the best thing in wrestling that has ever happened happens right now, and it's so good. That we may have a song about it, Joe. Oh my! Oh, good God! God, I already realize what it is now that you said that. Oh, oh God. all right, fine. Oh my Let's God! Play the song. <sighs> Life can be so very lame. This show recap squash match Roman Reigns. Sometimes it blows, but it's not a mystery. The best thing in history. Woo!
those disgusting noises again i did tell joe you were going to be insufferable yeah. as soon as oh, i saw her yes yes it is a storyline so alexa bliss comes in and she's wearing pigtails and they're they're all like oh and she's like eh, i haven't seen okay, you no, no, no. like that. that's what she said i haven't seen you wearing your hair like that it's for a while and you're gonna go i see you like the bread on the side of the head i'm excited for tonight and so, yeah, she says, you got a braid in the side of your hair. And she says, yeah, I thought it'd be cute. It wasn't like, a braid. Oh. It's dreads. It? It's it's a braid. No, it's, oh my God. No, it's not. I don't know the difference. It's supposed to Have mimic. You seen my hair? It's supposed to mimic uh, Bray Wyatt's hair. I know what it means, but it's still. Okay, so Bray Wyatt has what? Dreadlocks. And she has a. Dreadlock. Whatever. So she has a dreadlock. What? On her hair, and and she's like, oh, it reminds me of the feed. And and Alexa Bliss says, "Well, you know what? I thought you were my friend, and you would support my hairstyle, but I guess not. I will break your coffee cup." And she breaks her coffee cup and storms off. And when she storms off, they bounce like on either side of her head as she walks. <sighs> I wish Nikki was more concerned about Alexa committing <laughs> cultural appropriation. That's true. Than just mimicking the fiend, but you know, hey. Uh, Ms. Morrison talked backstage. Same Seamus comes in and he says, oh, you're not being serious about our match. And they're like, oh yeah, we, we need, what did they, they said a biggie, they're talking about biggie. And Morrison says, oh yeah, we got to fight biggie. He's got the strength of like more than one man, which was actually funny. Got to give him credit when they do bump into a joke. Yeah. But, th- but th- was this a joke or why is Morrison's character now an airhead? I guess because Miz is going to be the leader, maybe, of... I don't know. So, yeah, they're goofy. Morrison's goofy. So, I I guess the new New Day come out, Biggie and Heavy Machinery. Why is the storyline that Biggie is a singles wrestler, but we constantly have to be giving him friends? <laughs> I don't know. Is it just know. because Vince is like, well, eventually we're going to let him beat Orton at the pay-per-view? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, you, you could be right about that, actually. No, I, I shouldn't laugh. Oh, so That's pretty much what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Pierce is badly mic'd backstage with Vince, and he says, <laughs> oh, he's backstage without Vince. Remember how he said Vince was going to throw him through the door? Well, he know. said, yeah, that he said a lie there. He's going to get in Roman's dressing room, so he gets in there, and... So Roman takes the contract, and then we just cut. And I, these are in my real-time notes. I write, why would they just stop filming here when he hands Roman the contract? We'll find out. 
<sighs> but now we go, there's no Miz TV, we're told, because Biggie refused to be on it. Wow. I don't know how many times they tried to tell me that story tonight and couldn't get it out. Right. I'm, Miz Morrison, Sheamus against Biggie, Tucker, and Otis. Wow. Hey, Otis. Otis what happened? Briefcase. What happened? I don't know. Is it? Eh. Match, match, match. They're told this is for the locker room leader. What? This is not a title. No, locker room it's leader. six. How is it? What? Then Sheamus rings the bell and we cut away. What? He, again, Kevin Dunn, high five. What did that? What was that? Because we come back and it's just a match. High five. We're told that Pierce is still in the locker room. I would like to see that instead of this. Sheamus can't get along with his tag team partner, so he leaves and Biggie t- pins Miz. Yeah. And then, then we go back and Roman's talking to Adam Pierce. Okay. I wanted to ask you this off show because I feel like an idiot. Okay. Did Roman say that whole thing about okay and the changes here? He mumbled it. He mumbled it, I but didn't he, yeah. It. But then later on at the pay-per-view, I actually understood what's going on. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his wording was on SmackDown. It was, well, we can make some changes, but I'll, I'll sign it. But I will if, sign once you it. Do. Now, like now, I don't, whatever. So he says, it doesn't matter. I'm going to sign it, and I guarantee that I'm going to win. And that's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. And then we pan away. And guess who's next to him? Your mom. Spoiler man. Max. No. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Paul Heyman. Wow. I was My so That's a big excited. Moment. It is pretty cool. I mean, it's We've not. We've been wanting that for so big. long. Yeah. So Roman Reigns, not two, just as a heel, but with Paul Heyman as his manager, sounds like mm-hmm. some crazy, weird storyline we would never get. It's like two of the biggest things in wrestling happened. Yes. So that's good. That's it was a great ending. Good. That ending was, I, I mean, they got us. No, it was an ending because Larry didn't say an extra show. Yeah, he didn't tell us. But, and. but um, I mean, at SummerSlam, we didn't see the Roman Reigns thing coming. And here, you, there's nobody that saw the Paul Heyman thing coming unless you were like part of that. Internet and, was like, shocked. Yeah, because there's no way to predict things like that. So good job. That's very, very happy. They got me. And yeah, it's no, a great it's, move. It's great. It is. I don't want to poop on something that's good, but no, of course you always have you always have something in your back pocket if you're out of ideas. And I worry, I always worry when I see something that has been so much fan fictionalized in in wrestling, and they actually yeah. use it. You're like, is this them doing something great, or is it them just like, oh my god, we have nothing to do? Remember the Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns fan fiction? Oh my god! No, I don't remember that. You should. It's so good. No. <laughs> so good. Yikes. It's not good. Okay, we have any emails? <laughs> no. I don't think about that. Nobody wants to talk about SmackDown. Really? But I mean because it's SmackDown, not because that episode was good or bad. Yeah. Because it was good. Okay. So where do we go? What happened after Friday night? What happened after Friday night is WWE Payback happened on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, sorry. And then, but we had such a crappy garbage weekend. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't even want to get into it. Mm-mm. But let's just say 
it was like a sitcom with things that could go wrong yes. in a row. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I was like, I can't even, Larry, please. I'm <laughs> gifting you payback. I just did SummerSlam. I'm doing this. You just, I, I can't do it. So it's all yours, Larry. You got it. Just know, and Joe it, and I are broken people. It's not. Did, I not, did I, I not jump in like a superhero? You did. Oh my God. You, you said, didn't I'll even acknowledge it. that anything happened. Oh my God. But Do the point is, get me started on this. I, I called Joe. He didn't answer. I cannot make you answer your phone. It mostly happened to me. No, it didn't happen to all of us. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and, and um, what happens when I call you? You get all angry. I have to. I can't. I can barely text you. I get angrier when you don't call. But I, now it's a no win. What am I going to do? You angry when I call. You angry when I don't call. Uh, Joe, Joe would like to get payback started, so shut Yeah, up. let's get payback started because I want to talk about this dumb kickoff, which didn't have... When I turned it on, I didn't see Sad Sack, so I was like, is it safe? Okay, I could watch part of it. It's not. Uh, kickoff. Renee. Renee. Oh, new Renee. <laughs> okay. Charlie. This is Charlie, yeah. Charlie, King Booker, JBL, and I put loser, so yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's Marky Pete. He's the he's the best one out of all the crap. doofuses. Um, but, but let's he's just he's the best one of all the awful ones. Oh, really? Just, let's cram as many people on a little table as possible in the middle of COVID and not mm-hmm. give an f about nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only one of them I really want to survive. There. Uh, That's horrible. Wow. King mentions Renee, and Charlie also mentions M- Mrs. Renee. So they. Look at a Renee shout out. Good for them. But you know what? Booker Booker just misses James Brown. What? Yeah. What the heck? Okay. Booker just uh, says I stuff. Have, okay. I purposely, when I review my notes, I take out everything that when I was so drunk that I can't decode. But I left this in maybe thinking Joe could decode it. Okay. I put Because you didn't tell me. I, I was reviewing this after already starting drinking. So, yeah. Uh, I put... Jerry thinks you pull out head. Well, well, I don't know what to say about that. No, but what what did I mean? Um. Okay, you, you always know what I mean. No, but I don't. I, it was after I James Brown. I don't. I don't this time. I don't know. I can't. All right, go to I already admitted that I don't. Other than the match on the kickoff, yeah. I am not obligated to watch this kickoff. This is not canon. Yep. So, so I didn't are. watch the beginning of it. I told you that already. So our truth comes in and tries to save the show because he's funny. But oh, JR says, hey, hey, our truth, we're talking about Apollo Cruz. You like him, right? Because because uh, maybe trained together uh, from wow. same hometown. Uh, yeah, familiar. Yeah, black people. Uh, kickoff. Wow. Oh, this is painful. Kickoff should be called train wreck. And and I like all four people in yep. the ring. I it's a shame. This is terrible. Oh god. So it's the iconic versus the riot squad. Oh no. my god. It means nothing. They come out, okay. Uh Riot Squad squad come out. Uh, Liv is punk again. They have matching. They got. Outfits. Ma- they have matching outfits, which kind of spoiled what was going to happen on Raw. By the way, mm-hmm. they don't give them matching outfits for two days. All miscommunication from the start. They do the same thing where they they hit Liv and say, "Oh, Ruby hit you for no reason." Oh my God. And then Liv is like, "I'm going to cry and leave," but no, I'll come back and I'll tag in. 
and then Liv falls off the rope. On a oh move. my god! And they're like, "Oh, she slipped." No, this was embarrassing. Everything in this match was was poor, and it was like only Ruby Riot knew how to wrestle, and all three other women were like, "What?" And the Riot Squad eventually win. Okay, there's a lot of stuff to unpack here. First. This could be the greatest wrestling story ever if it's the fact that Liv is unstable because think about her character development. Yeah. That girl must be insane. Everybody has, like, abused her, used her. She's been a different character. Bathtub. She must mentally be broken at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, then Riot Squad come over to the desk. Oh, my God. And then Liv says, oh, it's crazy. I thought you almost hit me for a second. Almost hit me. So she doesn't even know how to articulate the story. And then Ruby says, no, it's all great. It's almost weirdly like Ruby is using her sort of like Lana. What is it's? I don't know, but it's creepy. And then the commentators are like, wow, that match was great. What? Let me tell you something. It was awesome to have this match's kickoff because, spoiler alert, my favorite match of the night is a ladies' tag team match. Sure ain't and this. Fact, yeah. You you compare the two, the four people involved in the one versus three. Yep. And it's three. embarrassingly different. Amazing. So now we go into payback. By the way, Bray Wyatt, can he be – what if he's a transitional champion – who transforms people. Ooh, well, he so already is. So, yeah. So, U.S. title match starts it out. Bobby Lashley against Apollo Crews. I really like this match. Not much well, to it, but I liked it. I wrote, it seems like an unrealistic match. Do I think Apollo Crews can beat Bobby Lashley? And I thought the answer was definitely not. <laughs> and guess what? You're right. Because Bobby <laughs> Lashley wins with a full match. I could not see a finish where, where Crews won, other than a roll-up. I, I, couldn't but apollo cruz gets crazy and angry afterwards god i wish as much as tyson o'neill and the reason i bring him up is titus o'neill you mean yeah obviously we have to keep all black people together in wwe so horrible at least he's i'm sorry am i wrong no i'm saying vince is that's his idea i don't understand it i don't know where the u.s title became Let's put all black people together. I know. It's not like I'm saying something. It stands out now. It's weird. This segregation thing is just weird. And it's even weirder in the fact that I'm enjoying the Hurt business so much. They're great. Bobby Lashley is not a contender for the world title. Yes. That makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. But then he would have to probably wrestle a white person, and um, I don't understand. Kayla do stops Paul, no, and they Paul wouldn't. is not helpful. Paul says, well, Roman said he would sign. Maybe he signed. I don't know what he said. And then we say, see JBL in, uh, uh, what's his name? Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee's locker room, and he's like, buy into this for a million dollars. And what? Keith Lee's like, I don't have a million dollars. Why would Keith Lee, who's on NXT with a bad contract, have a million dollars yet? I don't know. What? But he, he's like, you, you'll have it if you win this match. I don't think so. But whatever. Biggie faces Shameless. Shameless. You're wow. Shameless. Uh, they say, hey, Biggie, 
He's funny, but he's all business in the ring. Have you ever seen Biggie since NXT be all business in the ring? All he does is dance and goof. <sighs> so Biggie hooks a leg and wins the, in a what is a filler match? This is a house show. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it, it it wasn't horrible. No, it's just that this is just the SmackDown match on here. But then they have. Like and and don't forget this was a SmackDown match that two weeks ago we got for free on SmackDown, and we had real feuds that they built for payback, like Owens against Aleister Black, and then that's not even on here. Wonder what'll happen there. Hmm. Big E tells the commentators, "I am ready. I'm ready to be a singles wrestler." <clears throat> yeah. In the back, Ashley talks to Matt Riddle, and somehow I think Matt it's Riddle Elise. Elise. Why do I have Ashley? I don't know. Talks to Matt Riddle, and somehow he says he's got a match with Corbin, and if he beats Corbin, that ends the King's Ransom. Why? I didn't know that was... And then he says, she tells him Corbin tweeted that Matt Riddle was a failure in the ring and at home. Did you see Riddle's face? Like, yes, I knew the tweet, but no, I didn't think you were going to bring bring it up up on TV. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) You know what? If you can't, if you can't, Take the poop, don't eat the sugar. Uh, Nia Jax. That's what they always say. Yeah, and I don't. I don't. They should not have done. No, that. because it's 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 again the word of the night conflating. It's it's we're confusing the issues here. Yeah. We're confusing his assault on a woman. Yes. And his infidelity, and making half of that into a story, but then we know the thing that's being implied. So yeah, again. You can't mix these realities without consequences. You just can't. If you say you assaulted a woman and somebody says, I can't believe you would do that to your wife. Yeah, you're not you're not understanding things here. Exactly. It's bad. It's bad. Nia Jax and Sheena Baszler talk backstage and they can't get along. Matt Riddle versus King Corbin. Matt Riddle's giant flip-flops in the air. Really, that's your logo. Giant flip-flops. Yep. And you, but you also wrestle barefoot, so I don't. <sighs> Booker T was Booker T on commentary? No, why? Why do I have the Booker T thinks King Corbin could be one of the biggest, one of the best big men in WWE? Because that's what Cole said. Oh, Cole. Well, he said Booker T was talking they- about talk, talking on the pre-show about how Baron Corbin could be one of the biggest, best big men in the in the. Ever in the history of, and when I think of the best big men, I think Andre the Giant, Big Show, Kane, Undertaker. Yeah. I, I never in a million years, I don't care if Corbin's around for another 10, 20 years. Why would I think of him? Corbin doesn't even fit in that category. Yeah, I don't, I don't think of him as a big man. I know he's really tall. I get that. In but 10 years, I might say Keith Lee is one of them. Yes. But Corbin, that doesn't make any sense. So yeah, Booker T's drunk. I would say, I would say Corbin is a bigger man. Yep. The crowd yep. noise is way too bland tonight. It's, way too and they bland. and they added a thing tonight, Larry, and that was the clapping. Mm-hmm. So now there's now they have a new sound effect, clapping. So when somebody's in a headlock or whatever, you clap to get them out of it. Still fake. I, I, you fine. they are you you Joe ruined this whole Thunderdome thing. Thunder. Why? Because. Because all I can do is watch people give that stupid thumbs up. I hate oh, it. I hate and you it. hear the director, 
You just yes. hear him going, okay, everybody were, do thumbs up. I could have ignored okay, it before, do but up. now I know there's a director saying, oh, do the thumbs up. Yep. And they're like, yeah, I got my thumbs up. Yep. God. It's really dumb. Riddle goes over. Yeah, like you didn't know. But I'm so excited because Riddle told me that's the end of the uh, yes. King's Ransom. That's it. If, Rid- if the Thanks face wins God. and he used his finisher, then the feud is over. Mm-hmm. He didn't get Thanks a roll up. He didn't cheat. He, there was no distraction. He won with his finisher. There's no more. He can move on to do something different. So I'm very happy about that. So Matt Riddle walking backstage. They go to interview him. Oh, he's attacked by Corbin. Oh, my God. Why? So specialty match. I don't know. Barefoot match. Don't care. Barefoot Uh, match. Don't care for match. This is how bad it is. Because if you are a longtime wrestling fan, you know that should have been the end. It's so bad. We come back and the commentators say, he won the battle, but not the war. What? That is. Oh, my God. That's what happens when a heel wins. You say that. Back and Sasha, ba- Sasha and Bailey music video package here, which is really good. But this is weird because we've not only seen this or a version of this before. I thought the finish of this should be the how Nia and Shayna got to this this point, especially if there's going to be new champs, right? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, Match. but instead it came across as a well, that's the end of them video. This match is uh, Sasha and Bailey, the tag champs. Against uh, Naya and uh, but, but, but the other one, I can't remember the name. Of yep, can't I? You can't help you. Gotta, you gotta do it. Sonia, nope, it's not Sonia. Sonia's Stop. gone. You suppose this is your job? Uh, he's, uh, not social. this time. I, it's in my notes. as social. Social. I want to hear who you. I want to hear who it really. Podcast. I want to hear who it really is. Social. You, you can't. I I have drank and I have three shows. You're really going to do this to me right now. Uh, you had one job, payback. Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. No, you already. Oh. I can't believe you think that's right. Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. Uh, uh, you know it's all letters with me. It's S. Uh, mm-hmm. Stop! Why are you doing this to me? It's Shayna. Shayna Baszler. Yes, that was fun. What I <laughs> How could you forget Shayna Baszler? Because. I've been okay. It is four o'clock. I don't know when we're doing well, it. Well, your so time. I went and drank. I went and ran, and then I went and drank, and then I waited for you. So okay. yeah, that's. And I have like five shows tonight. Uh, Shayna, ba- that's not true. Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax. Well, I don't even know what I was doing. One extra show, and you can't remember Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. That's what you did. Uh, I don't need, okay, you're ruining the fact this is maybe my favorite match. This could be my match of the year. It was great. The the the, uh, the entire psychology of this match is just so match. smart. I love so it so good. Much. This is honestly, this is <laughs> wrestling. If I had to encapsulate how good wrestling could be. And I'm not saying like <clears throat> it's the best match ever. No, 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 no. The match itself, you know, whatever. It's, it's, the, the, it's psychology the psychology and the concept. Yeah. Because last week I said, ew, Nia and Shayna together. I don't want it, but I kind of want to see that match to see the train wreck or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they went, well, let's actually try. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yes. Everything was done right. Bela and Sashi, Sasha are heels. <laughs> Bela and Sashi? Sashi. Sashi. 
Sasha are heels, but they still they're overpowered. It didn't so matter. Like, yeah, they're overpowered, and but Naya and and other is, is, is <laughs> who is it? Shushi. Who is it? Yeah, Shushi, Bela, yeah. Sashi, Naya, and Shushi. You will not ruin one of the best matches I've ever no, seen. No, you will with your review. Yeah, I, but what? Okay, this match is fantastic. Yeah, that's because great. you you don't know where it's going to go. The the you don't know who's he or face. It's all fun. Eventually, <coughs> the the ultimate fighter lady puts oh him in a hole. What's her name? Shushi. One try. Give it one try. Basil. Shanna Basil. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, see, Shayna Baszler, but because Nia does a little throwing around and stuff because it's Nia, you know. But eventually, Nia's outside the ring, so Shayna puts both of them in finisher holds. Oh my god, it's love amazing. It. We get a tap out by Sasha. Uses she, Bailey or okay, Sasha's arm to we choke don't out get Bailey. A tap out by Sasha. Nope. We use Sasha's arm to yes. choke Bailey, and Bailey has to yes. tap out. Okay. What so now Sasha what? has lost her world title. Bailey has lost them the tag titles. The only title they have left is the SmackDown Women's title, and that's just on Bailey. And that's later all, that night, it. Sasha tweeted, I didn't tap. Yep. <laughs> that's important it's, to remember. Yeah, it is. It is fantastic when wrestling will. Remember how much we've talked about how Bailey and Sasha have been saving shows? Yes. But you never know how it's going to pay off. Yep. And this payoff was fantastic. Everything was great. This. I'm not saying it is a class. It's not Steamboat versus Savage. No, it's a it's different wrestling thing. Wrestling done right. Yes, done, every beat was done fantastically right, and I am so proud. I remember when I saw Bailey the first time NXT ever did a a, uh, a show outside of the Performance Center was in Columbus, and I saw Bailey, and I don't even remember what it was, but somehow Ric Flair was involved. And she was going toe-to-toe I remember. with her understanding the crowd. Oh, I remember. And I'm like, this this lady is, she knows wrestling. Mm-hmm. She really does. And I'm so happy to see her here right now. She just, honestly, this is one of my favorite matches of the year. It was, Sasha I, it was and, really fun. Sasha and Bailey were like the top, like the best thing that could happen during COVID. And then the the Street Profits and Andrade and Garza feud is like the bo- that basement could be the bottom, bottom barrel, yeah. Of COVID, as far as I don't care, yeah. So With guys that I all liked yes. from all before. I mean, then, I still like Garza and Andrade, but I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them no, in this feud. Mm. I'm not sick of them outside of the feud. Well, I'm sick of them with uh, Bachelorette, whatever. Everybody's sick of that interview with the new champs. And Naya's all like, woohoo, look at me, look at me. Oh, we she's did it. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. But she really didn't do it, which I like that. Yes. She celebrated she, like someone who was riding coattails for the win. Yeah. It was great. Keith Lee, Randy Orton package. Randy Orton versus Keith Lee. Why does Keith Lee have to be dressed like an idiot? It's like a computerized hula skirt. I wasn't I sure what the hula thing was. <laughs> and the, the Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't but, know what his new look is. I know he doesn't like his new theme song. Oh, really? Oh, I, no yeah. one, no one likes it because we. The last one was fine. It was fine, and it was fun. But I understand the whole royalties thing. I get it. But to give him generic music from that makes me sad. Yeah. So but whatever. That's not what it's about. Nope. What it, What it's about is Spirit Bomb. Keith Lee wins clean. Super clean. I couldn't believe it. And he didn't even need Big Bang Catastrophe or whatever. Yeah. He won with 
I oh, guess is that now, what it stands for? Oh, I guess. I oh my god. I guess that the um, on this one, on uh, on his main roster run, Spear Bomb is his finisher. But Why? It wasn't because it wasn't in NXT. It hasn't been for like a year. No, but it's a, it's a new crowd, and it's great. And that's why I think it's fine. And it, and it has the word bomb in it, so. <laughs> okay. It does. That's all you need. Uh, you can't take that finisher to an airport. Something bomb, yes. What if, Now, I do understand they did do a good job of Orton kind of not taking advantage of when he could have a pin, but still, I, I hate Orton, but I'll give him credit. He took, that, he took this loss. Joe, what did I text you before this match? Is Orton going to... Is, there, is he going to play ball or not? And he did. You so says is you said God no. is Orkin Orton. <laughs> I meant is Orton. It's because he sucks. Hold on, hold on, right? No, Orkin's a term of the pest control. You're thinking Kirby or something. No, I was thinking pest control. Oh, yeah, yeah, pest control. That, Orkin, the Orkin man. What, yeah. what does that have to do with? Okay, because Orton sucks. I was I got Orkin confused with a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. No, you said Kirby. I was never thinking Kirby. I meant Kirby vacuum, not oh. Kirby the. Anytime you say it. vacuum, gotcha. Kirby. Here's what you said. Oh, Do no. you think Orkin or Orkin Orton is okay with this match? Like he's a <laughs> racist? Is that what you meant? Oh, I meant with losing to this. And he, oh yeah, yeah, he is. What a- well, like when he was supposed to have gotten the title at SummerSlam, and they said, "Well, just wait till Clash of Champions." I mean, really? <laughs> yes, he's fine with losing as long as he's getting the title. And then so, you said, are there any specialty mattress tonight? And I said, Casper. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't want to go back. I did not mean specialty mattress. And then okay. you said, oh, no. maybe you, and then you said about Corbin and Riddle, you said, specialty I quit match, surely. And I said, maybe. And don't call me ever. Also, <laughs> it. You- Amy says that all the time. I was yes, on fire with, with stuff. Yeah, you, you were too drunk to, be, to even I, get the jokes. I couldn't even <clears throat> have conversations because I texted him once at the beginning of the show and he said, don't text me watching pay-per-view on my phone. And I respected that, which is something he never oh, does when we say. That's because he was on his way home from work. And then that's he different. spends the rest of the pay-per-view texting you. Hmm. Because so. you said Joe hates multi-textables. He does. He hates group text. I don't like group text at all. I, hate, I can't stand it. I don't like it with people I can't trust, but you you too. But sometimes one of us is napping or whatever, like on in shifts or whatever. I or don't like it. One of us it. doesn't care. Here's the problem with group text. They throw in all these people and then you're like, blah, blah, blah. And you don't know this yeah, other person. That's fine. And they're like, yeah, I know. wow, Dana's a real jerk. And you're like, no, oh, Dana's in this group text. But you guys... Whatever. It's That's mostly the napping I thing. I don't Joe, know. When your car caught fire, I called Joe. It You're not supposed to talk about real life on here. So, yeah. We just said it was a bad week. We didn't say why. Shut up, Larry. You caught fire. Oh, what that means. Paul Heyman's walking, and Kyla stops him, and he says, No, Roman Reigns promised he would sign the contract, <clears> and he sure will. What is Kayla wearing? I did That was a I didn't weird notice. Out. I don't know. He doesn't pay she attention. had like a. She had the Paula. Yeah, remember Paula Abdul would dance, and she had have a suit jacket, but she have a bra under it. And she'd be like, "Cuckoo, cuckoo." I, I don't remember her part. saying "cuckoo, cuckoo," but I remember the uh, rest of your description. Hmm. Yeah, it's MC Mad Cats. Okay. Nope. 
What was MC? What was his name? MC Mad Cats? Oh, come on, help me. That was it. Uh, MC Scat Cats. MC Scat Cats. Yeah. Rollins and Moe Murphy against, <laughs> against Ray and Son. Oh, Ray. Mr. Ray. Ray, Mr. and Son package. I write, I don't need this, and it's way too long. That's pretty much what I feel. Yeah, but yeah. uh, this this then, this match was it, fine. Yeah. Eventually, Murphy kicks uh, from Rollins and Dominic pins Buddy Murphy. Fine. I'm annoyed with myself for how much I like Dominic. He's fine. I just wish he looked more like a wrestler. I don't care about that. He's a kid. He's going to grow into that. He still has a baby face, huh? He looks like a psychopath. <laughs> he does look like a little bit like he's going to snap. But okay, but if he turns heel, that's going to be amazing. I just thought he was going to be garbage. I thought he was only he, <coughs> no, he wasn't going to be good, but he was going to be there because of his dad. I knew now if I'm, he was trained by Lance Storm, he was going to be I'm good. I'm sure that he would be there without. I mean, maybe not already on Raw, but... But Larry, I remember before COVID, I remember Lust saying on the show, Larry was like, do you think Dominic is ever... I, I would say, like, when do you think they're going to have that tag team match? And Larry's like, do you think they're ever going to have that? And I was like, yes, because I knew yeah. that he's been training for years. He's not going to just not wrestle when WWE is going to give him that yeah. opportunity. It's not going to not happen. I mean, I was okay, concerned but- about him even when he showed up on Lucha Underground <clears throat> very Oh, yeah, briefly. that's I remember, yeah. He, one, looked like he was a psychopath then, too, but I just didn't <laughs> think that he was going to be as good as what the hype would be. Right. Okay, August has been the month of people who shouldn't be doing decent matches. Football yeah. Head did a decent match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ray Jr.'s doing a de- decent match. It's all good. And I guess you could say Nijax was in a decent match. I don't know if she was good she in was the in match. She was in a fantastic but... match. <coughs> was Excuse me. Yeah. Yes, but she was in a good match. Yes. So the Hurt Business is... I don't understand. Hurt Business is walking. Yeah. And they're like, oh, there they go. And they just There go. was nothing. I thought something was yeah. going to happen. Is it because every Monday the Hurt Business has, has to walk and go to the underground and there was no... By the way, no underground, no retribution tonight. Spoiler, right. sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no underground so, on pay-per-view. They didn't advertise yeah. that. But retribution? <coughs> I but would retribution, be really mad if underground were on the pay-per-view. Yeah, that would be dumb. But retribution um, being not at SummerSlam and then not here is, yeah, that's weird. I think Retribution is just all of the people who are just relegated to underground status. Yes. That's what Shelton said. Oh. So The Fiend, Braun Strowman, and Roman Reigns are going to have a world title match, but it's just Braun and The Fiend at first. And they What, they what did I tell you, Larry? What did I tell you was going to happen? No, you're right. You're right. Okay. And they fight each other. Alexa watches on the monitor, which I like that. Uh, they fight up the ramp. They go off the ramp. And uh, notice they like- do more outside the ring in a non-Falls Count Anywhere match. And even Cole had to say, this is not a Falls Count Anywhere match like the last one was. Right. Well, it, it was almost like they were saying the match didn't start until <clears throat> all three of them were out there, which is not a rule. I don't... No, uh, but the bell rang, so that's not right. Yeah, I know, but they... No, if this is triple threat, match, Larry. The, no, there's no there's no countouts. But I'm saying they acted like that. They introduced Braun. They introduced and they just fight. And you're like, oh well, they're just waiting on Braun to come out here. I didn't I mean Reigns, but Reigns, still, yeah. I liked the way the commentators were were directed because they were so busy watching these two monsters yes. fight each other 
that it took them two to three minutes to even mention that Reigns wasn't mm-hmm. there yet, which is exactly how they needed to handle it. So I was impressed by how they did it. So they go back to the ring, superplex, and the ring explodes because they're I so saw, big. I saw that coming, too. Just like I saw the mm-hmm. end of this match coming, okay. I saw that coming, too. I didn't see that part coming. Okay. I saw all the rest I was, of I was uh, 100% sure that that's exactly what was going to happen. Yes, and Roman then it sure did. Now. But only like a minute before it happened. And yeah. then Roman and Paul come out. <laughs> Roman has the chair. Roman well, hold on. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, Roman signs the contract on the way to the ring. So last minute. Uh, what a is heel. That, is that how contracts work? Can you really sign With it? With this match? That, I guess so. Yeah. I know. I would think the contract, the, the match, I think they'd have to redo the contract because the contract should be, this is a triple threat match, blah, blah, blah. And if you don't have the third person, then you would need either a clause in the contract that says if one of the participants fails to show up, it's a two person match or they would need a separate contract. Don't ask me this question. This is WWE, so they don't, they don't pay attention a, to any of this. It's a rhetorical question, but I'm going to answer it. Yeah. So Roman tries to make a pin. There's no official. The Fiend kicks out. Then he tries to pin Braun, and then Braun kicks out. Roman uses a chair, and then they go to the claw to Roman. But no, he does a low blow. But then he turns around and spears Braun Strowman. But before he spears Braun Strowman, he falls out of the ring because there's nowhere to <laughs> lean guy. against. Did you see that? Well, there's no rope sound. Yeah. That was funny. But yeah, he's he spears Braun and Roman wins the title. And listen, it was kind of <laughs> house showy, but stuff happened. It didn't waste my time. I'm yep. not gonna poo on it. And a new champion and Fiend didn't have to get pinned. It's all yeah. good. I liked it. It's all good to me. No, it it's weird. It was a week after SummerSlam, but I can live with it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So, yeah, uh, as far as a pay-per-view that was made in a week, it was fine. And, again, they kept it really short, too. I always appreciate that. You keep this this show brief, as far as uh, I have to watch 50 hours of wrestling in the week, you keep that show brief, I'm going to be happier. Mm-hmm. So, that was good. And it's not just that. Now that we aren't paying big bucks for pay-per-views, why not keep them brief, get to the point, let's move on. Yeah. I don't mind once a year celebration, whatever, like how they had a WrestleMania over two days or they have it one day and it's like six hours. Once a year, that's fine. But we don't need that every quarter. Right. You know. Everything changes. Wrestling is changing. Pay-per-views are now, they're story cappers, whatever, but they don't have to be mega events because I didn't pay 40 bucks for it. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So can they keep this up? Let's find out because we go right into Raw, live from the Thunderdome in memory of Bullet Bob. Randy Orton comes out and Tom says, Tonight is a heavy focus on the WWE Championship. What the heck does that mean? Tom, again, you read ahead so you know. What is okay. Heavy focus on a championship means to me that's like a tournament match all night long or something. Well, you just sort for of that. right. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. So then Tom says, we presume that Drew McIntyre isn't here tonight. And we presume that Drew will be cleared by Clash of Champions. What? How would you know that? Well, we presume, is, you see. What is the heavy focus thing? We just like, did. like, no, but I'm saying what. He's a liar. Because, so he looked ahead and saw that it was all qualifiers to a number one contendership. Yes. So but that it's to him, still number, it's still number one contender. It's I know. not Drew's out I know. and we're going to, it's just <clears throat> number one contender. Well, yes. And we don't even know if the world champion is there. So where is the world title? 
We don't know. But we presume that he'll be cleared by then. That's not how time works. That's not... Anyway. <laughs> so there's going to be three, three singles matches tonight. And all the winners of those three singles matches are going to be in one triple threat match of the main event. And the winner of that faces Druid Clash of Champions. The problem is it's too obvious because <laughs> there's only one possibility. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, it's Here's the qualifiers. Keith Lee versus Dolph. Wow, that's a squash. Yeah. Owens versus Orton. Well, that's easy mm-hmm. to pick. And Dominic versus Rollins because Ray is injured. So Ray was supposed to go against Rollins in a match tonight. They advertised that even before Payback. And I said, why are they booking through Payback? Or looking through Payback or booking through or looking through whatever. But... Wow. I think your next of kin should get the title shot. And that's a thing. That's a weird nepotism thing because here's the problem Dominic is new and he has never won a singles match ever. Right. So why would he even be considered for the world title? Right. That was weird. Honestly, we've seen so many people getting title shots that have done nothing that it it doesn't even. Yes, but Larry, that might be a guy that lost his last two matches or whatever. This is. I have. N- this is his records. Owen too. Okay. Singles. Do you remember re- me running down Dolph's record before he got a title shot? But it wasn't Owen seventeen. He had to win at least once. Maybe he didn't win once. Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Orton talks like he didn't lose last night. He's not talking about getting beat he at all. He talks like he didn't even wrestle last yes. night. And then he says, "But I'm entitled to get a title shot, so I should just get one." And then he shows, uh, this never works. A comedy picture of everyone he punted in sense of the hospital. Okay, it might work for Miz. It never works for Orton. I don't no, understand why, would why people Orton... think that Orton yeah. needs a chuckle out of the crowd. That doesn't work. And I and I'm sure. Oh yeah, and there's Orton no crowd. Yeah, do, I'm sure Orton can't do this on his Mac. No, 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 no. He has no idea. Uh, Keith Lee comes out. And he says, "You are great, Orton, but I beat you last night, so maybe I should get the title shot." But wait, shouldn't this is the problem with no GM? Shouldn't we have had this speech from these guys and then announce a solution instead yeah. of having it all convoluted with Tom, Tom spoiling things, then showing us graphics, then explaining it, and then having these guys come out there and try and figure out who should be champion? This is all backwards. Mm-hmm. The whole night's backwards. That's yeah. the focus of the night. Oh, the backwards episode, like Seinfeld. Uh, Dolph attacks Keith Lee, and we come back from break. Qualifier match, Keith Lee against Dolph Ziggler. Also tonight, it's the VIP Lounge with special guest Bobby Lashley. I thought he was always there. Advertised in a graphic, but never mentioned until later in the night. Riot Squad against the Iconics, where the winner gets a title shot, and the losing team has to break up. Oh. So that's the thing. So. But, okay, this match, Spirit Bomb, and Keith Lee advances. That's it. Okay, good. But it's Dolph Ziggler. We should not have anything else than that. Spirit Bomb. That's it. Backstage, Sarah interviews the new tag champs, Nia and Shayna, and they argue. I won the match for us. No, I did all the work. No, I did. So that's fair. But then Asuka, yeah, Asuka dances in. She shoves Shayna and then stares down Nia, but like, didn't Shayna say, I have next? And she's. Has not gotten that match. Like what? What are we doing? I don't know what's going on with the singles, but I'm okay with the tag. Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> Backstage, Adam Pierce, or my notes say Adam Peace, 
tells Rena wrestlers to protect the Thunderdome from retribution. <sighs> so he's like, you guys aren't doing a very good job. You need to protect this place. Yeah. Um, why can't you hire more Rena wrestlers? And then have some in the back. <laughs> I and then some. Oh, because that would solve the problem. We wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. If you're retribution, all you got to do is watch the show and decide where they're putting their people backstage right. or out front. So already in the ring, Charlie interviews Oscar and Oscar says, Oh, Charlie's like, who do you want to face for your title? Is there anybody worthy? And she says, Oscar says, Oh, well, I'm ready for anything. She'll face anybody. So Mickey James comes out and it's like, okay, this makes sense. You know, we've been talking about Mickey James and talking about like what she's done in her career. And they wrestled once at takeover. I think if I remember correctly, um, but Mickey says, I want that title. So how about give me a title shot? So Natalia and Lana come out. Oh my God. And they're dressed differently than each other. So I can't tell they're a team anymore. Oh no, I can't tell. <clears throat> and then Lana botches everything she has to say. Oh God. Yes. And then she says, Mickey's outfit is so old, even though it's a brand new thing. Like what are we doing? Does it Why? look old? Does it look like, Nope. It looks like she just made that, but, Anyway, she calls herself an influencer, and that's when I realized how much of a real sociopath Lana is. But then Asuka says, I'm ready for all three of you. So what? I thought that maybe Mickey would be on Asuka's side for at least a minute. Oh, and the heels attack, and it's a really embarrassing fight because anything with Lana in it is really it's embarrassing. So, so now we get a <clears throat> excuse me, Connor's Cure promo, and it's really sad. You know it is. And, well. It is. Well, did you notice he had a pin on earlier tonight? So, yeah, you knew it was coming. Who's he? Yeah, who had one? Pierce, Adam Pierce. Oh, I noticed Sarah did. And I was like, oh, aren't Pierce you a little that. early for that? And she said, yes, yes, I am. Because that's supposed to be in <laughs> September. Um, Raw Underground. Oh, okay. So I wrote this note and I thought this was like a genius tweet. But of course, sociopaths hog up all the algorithms and whatever so there's no room for me to say a genius tweet. But Raw... Larry, would you agree? So think of primetime wrestling, right? Okay. Raw Underground is the Bobby Heenan show of 2020 uh, except without any of the funny. Yeah, I wanted to see Bobby Heenan. But, <clears throat> but, I but the point is, pe- yeah, people don't get... Um, well, the people that watch primetime wrestling get it. But yes, they turned the second hour of primetime wrestling or the, the end of it or whatever, into the Bobby Heenan show, just like how they're doing this with Raw Underground. And don't forget, Primetime Wrestling was in the same Raw time slot. This is all like, this is all too weird for me, who's been watching wrestling since, you know, the 1980 or whatever. So this is, it's very strange to me. Um, but yeah, Bobby Heenan show, Raw Underground, same thing. Vikings and Cedric are backstage. Okay, this could be a breakthrough. Some vapid bachelorette person comes in and she's gross and she looks into the camera and leaves. She doesn't know what to do with herself. And Angel is lurking. So this is weird. Okay. Let's talk about this. Remember Maria? Remember her character when she first started in WWE? Yes. And she was just such an airhead. And then they did that wrestler's court thing or whatever it was. And then she all of a sudden was like a genius. <laughs> Do you remember that? Sort of, yeah. 
What if Vapid Urchin is really, really good? And yeah. she's she's really smart and this is all a ruse. And she's like she leading something. Be. She's like leading retribution. Yeah. Because what we see later kind of tells that that could be true. But also, isn't the timing weird when she started showing up? It was the same time as Raw Underground and it was the same time as the retribution thing. Okay, but that's fine. But she's nobody. Who is she? Why would... I don't know. But I'm saying it's just... The timing is just all weird. The other disgusting thing I can think of is also the same... All this stuff happened on the same night. The poisoning also happened on the same night, which could also sadly mean that she's not the leader and that Angel was trying to drug her. Mm-hmm. No, I they've got to because I was so worried when they so saw or put Angel stalking her there for a second. I'm like, oh, no, no. Okay, well, guess that? what? They mentioned the poisoning again tonight, yeah. twice at least. Yeah, I don't understand why we're not <clears throat> dropping this because it's not over. There's no coincidence that this happened at the same time as. Like, I'd love to believe that Angel is some kind of super secret spy, and that's his whole gimmick. And, like, so then he knew that she was the leader of Retribution, and so that's why she was trying to t- he was trying to take her out. But it's he's just going to look bad, and, like, when he, we find out the real security footage... Like, I'd love to think that there's some deep story written here, but I know there's not. No. I know there's no content. I'm not stupid, but I can dream and I can think of these things that would be much better than what WWE's actually come up with. Maybe they should hire me, but they don't hire anybody good. So no, that's not going to happen. But then uh, Asuka's on commentary with a broken headset. And your match, unfortunately, is Mickey James against Lana. So that's gross. Um, Lana can't wrestle. It's a terrible match that lasts like a minute and then one kick and Mickey wins. And that's it. So, yuck. Not yuck for Mickey winning, but just yuck that she has to wrestle Lana. <laughs> that's what's going on now. Charlie waits, out, waits, Charlie waits outside Aleister Black's room, but Orton comes out of there. Hmm, I wonder what... Yeah, this is quite, quite obvious. Iconics well, let, interview... Let me yeah, ask ahead, why, why Charlie is the only person to remember <clears throat> the Aleister Black story, because it was ignored at the pay-per-view. I forgot totally about it. I didn't, because when there were two SmackDown matches on in a row, I was like, why is there room for that crap, but there's no room for a real thing they built for payback? Um, Iconics interview in the ring and they say they're never going to break up. They're, they're together forever. Okay. Qualifier match, Orton versus Owens. But guess what? Before the bell rings, Aleister Black comes out, lays out Kevin Owens with the black mass, and then Orton just gets the RKO and wins. So Orton advances. And that's of course. great. Well, of course, he was going to win no matter what. Yeah. He's obviously. It's all going to, yeah. No, it's all going to him be being champion. Surprised. And like Larry said, maybe he goes against Big E and loses the title to him down the line. Uh, backstage after the draft. Because the draft is next month. Don't forget. Oh, my God. Really? Do we it's have a date? Already in October. No, 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 no. I think there's two dates mentioned. And that might be Raw SmackDown or it might be two weeks of draft. I'm not sure which one is which. But, yeah, I'll, I'll try to find out. I, I, I actually have it written down somewhere, but I don't know where it is. I'm not going to dig for it on the show live. Excuse me, because dead air. I'd rather burp. Um, backstage, Charlie interviews the Mysterio family, and Aaliyah is there, but not that Aaliyah, and not that other Aaliyah. Right. So, but the Aaliyah, 
The Aaliyah that was a baby on SmackDown when Ray would bring the family on TV, but now she's bigger, but still not as tall as Dominic. Ray says he is glad that Dominic is taking his place tonight in the match and doesn't understand why they would even give Dominic a shot, but okay. He doesn't say that. Now the KFC Hurt Business Crunch of the Night or whatever. Say something wrong with this? <laughs> I do. Um, tonight, it's going to be Raw Underground, Apollo Crews versus Shelton Benjamin. Okay. That's, makes sense. VIP Lounge now, though, with MVP and Shelton and special guest Bobby Lashley. Shelton announces that his match tonight is on Raw Underground against Apollo Crews. Does one hand not know what the other's doing as far as this goes? No, Probably. absolutely not. Because... Wait, no or yes? Okay. No. Because, <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a tough phrasing. But, yeah, Shelton, we just saw that graphic, but he's saying it like we're, he's giving us new information. We need to figure this out, guys. Where's the quality control here? Cedric comes out to interrupt, and he said, they're like, are you turning heel and joining us? And he's like, nope, and I'm not alone. And the Vikings attack the Hurt Business. So when we come back from break, it's Hurt Business against Cedric and the Vikings. I guess that's a different combination of things, so I should be happy. But, but also, it's then so it's so long. This I know, match this is, is so too long. long. But also, they announced during this that tonight it's a tornado tag team match between the Street Profits and the Vega Kids. Mm. Oh my God, stop! How many chances do those kids get? When there's no they one, they can't else? win. They lose every week. I don't want this anymore. There's no one else. I know. That's the problem. There's no other tag teams. Uh, we need that draft today. Okay? Yeah. In fact, you know what draft we need? The one where everybody's on every show because this is stupid. We need new match combinations. This is so old and stale. Um, Cedric pins the weakest link MVP and Cedric just won his first match since 1982. So congratulations. <laughs> wow. Tight match, but, okay. but instead of beating up the faces... The Hurt Business are like, okay, and they back off and applaud. And I wonder what that's about, but we'll figure it out later. Um, Titus O'Neil gets ready for Raw Underground. Oh my God, secret footage, Larry. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Backstage, the Hurt Business attack Cedric. So that was it. Cruz and Ricochet come in for the too late save. The reason they didn't want to attack is because that's too tough with the right. Vikings there. But when we can get Cedric alone, beat the crap out of him. Okay, that makes sense. Got it. Um, but yeah. Cruz and Ricochet were a little too late, so I think that's going to make Cedric mad. Probably. What? So. Okay, Cedric has a bunch of friends, but man, they don't stick around when he needs No, them. they don't. They're never there at the right time. Iconics versus Riot Squad. It's title shot versus must break up. Mm. Tom thinks for some reason that the losing team can't be friends anymore <laughs> in real life. <laughs> He's like never being able to talk to them again. What does he think wrestling is? I think that's he's just lost all of his oh, friends. Wow. Um, this is a terrible short match. Roll up, Riot Squad. That's it. Riot Squad gets a title shot. Um, the Iconics have to break up. And they cry and they beg the referee to think about, think it over because that's a huge decision because it was just this crappy roll-up. It wasn't even good. And that's it. Just by a crappy roll-up because that day, Vince McMahon decided... We're going to give Peyton Royce a singles run, and Billy Kay's not a good wrestler. We're done Well, he didn't decide that. That's Okay, he didn't decide that. But what I'm saying is, I thought maybe this was like Peyton's leaving because Sean Spears is an AEW. Something. No, it's just that 
they don't see it in Billy Kay and they do in Peyton. And I get that. But I mean, remember, there were weeks where they were saying Peyton, they were saying Billy was injured because they knew she couldn't handle whatever they were going to give her in the ring and there wouldn't be a good match. Well, the good news is That's embarrassing. That WWE has an abundance of women's tag teams. So exactly. it'd be easy it's just to deal with There are eggs. none. There are zero. I know. Yep. It's really sad. But we'll talk about that more in a little bit. Up next, Dominic versus Seth Rollins. And I wrote, yeah, right, because they always lie about what's up next. And Byron can't say his line. He just basically porky pigs over this whole graphic. <laughs> and then Samoa Joe says, easy for you to say. So that's awesome. Um, guess what? They lied. Shane's backstage talking to Big Ninja Jordan. And he says, we will see Jessamine Duke and that other advertised match we had all tonight. <laughs> what? Why he, and why is he why telling is he in the bouncer? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just, ah, God. Shame. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Rollins and Murphy come out, and Rollins screams and yells at Murphy and says, I can't have you screwing this up. Get out of here. And he kicks him out, and he's pointing at the back like he's telling a little kid or like a pet. To, he's like, go, get out. Poor Murphy. He hits Murphy. He says, you're going to be on the right side of history or not. He says, don't come back until you made a decision. And Dominic runs out and then pours salt on a wound like Dominic is known to do and just takes his teen angst or whatever out, even though he's like 20-something, on Murphy, just beats the crap out of him and runs in and attacks Rollins. Murphy didn't need that. Mm -mm. Right, Larry muted? No, I, I... I just don't know. Are we going to add a third person to this? Uh, yeah. Because it's getting stale. Don't you think we're going to add a third person to yeah, it? Like Either that Seth has to dra- disappear and drop this whole thing. It'll probably be Alistair Black, even though yeah. they were the one that put his eye oh, out. Oh, yeah. Because it, be. because Murphy was the one that put his eye out. And he they can kick Murphy out, put Alistair in, mm. because he could say that Seth helped him see the the right path or whatever with, with the, one, one eye. eye. Yeah. yeah. Qualifier match Rollins against Dominic. The Mysterio family watches backstage, but oh no, curb stomp Rollins wins. And the family cries like Dominic died. <laughs> except Ridiculous. then there's another stomp in the ring where Dominic's really hurt, but now they cry more. So they knew the script. So, or don't show that. Oh my God. I'm well, not going to tell them how to do the job. Why are they even there? Is, is mom and sister and, and they dad going to show up they every single it. week? Like, Karate we practice. imagine that everyone's parents are there? Yeah. It's like it's like Little League. They just go to every game. Whatever. <laughs> every practice, they're there. Oh, look. Raw Underground actually... Oh, they brought orange slices. They Capri did. Suns. But it's for the kids on yeah. the only. Oh, look. Raw Underground actually starts at 10 p.m., like they advertise every week. This is the first time it actually started on time. And Titus wins an already in progress match. And then Titus beats another jobber in seconds. And oh my God, my notes say something different. But yeah, this was shot last week. That's not what it says there. <laughs> but you could say either way. It was one. that. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's interchangeable. But then it's Titus versus Riddick Moss. And Riddick needs a low blow. And then Moss wins. And then this is stupid. But Larry, so you asked me about all that footage. All that stuff shot yeah. last week was shown this yeah. week. So it was that they shot two weeks of Underground in one week. Oh. Yeah. How long do... Again, my question... How long do you have to let it go until until you can drop it and not look like not look silly? They're no, they're gonna keep going now. 
I heard two things this week. One, that Shane McMahon, that Raw Underground's going to be more because Shane McMahon's there. And two, that Retribution may be Raw exclusive starting this week. Oh. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true, but, Uh, you know, that's what's going on. I'm so glad that that anarchist group is so polite that they don't interrupt pay-per-views and they... They're going to stop interrupting SmackDown. Right, and they're going to And they won't touch NXT. Right. You know. So. They're, they're good little fellas. Yeah. Um, street Profits are super annoying backstage. And I can't stand when I go on Twitter and like this Street Profits segment was wrong, unintelligible, bad, not funny, whatever. And then all I see is people on there going, they're the best. Yeah, some people like it's that. Like if, it, listen, opinions, that's one thing. But thinking they're the best, I I question your sanity Some people like a mindless humor, and that's what they are. They're mindless humor. They're I like Miz and Morrison. I don't know if there's humor in here. Okay, let me explain it. You tell me if there's humor. So, first of all, Ford says that they're in a tag tornado match tonight. I don't know what that is. Nope, that's not what it's called. Then they have this whiteboard where they do a scouting report. Okay. So the oh. scouting report says that Andrade is tranquilo, but okay. then he looks mad all the time. And those are Ve- just facts. Vega is amusement parks. They're like, what does that mean? Because she's too short to ride the rides, and that makes her mad all the time. Okay. What is this? And that angel under his picture, it says that wealthy question mark. And Dawkins says, yeah, fam, because he buys a lot of flowers and roses, so maybe he and has drugs money to drug women. But maybe he doesn't. Okay, but maybe he does. Please, he someone on Twitter or on email anywhere on this earth, tell me what about that was quote the best. I tell this you, was this was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in a backstage raw segment. I imagine one of my two brothers would have found this funny. Really? Because yes, yeah. because you know what, Rob would have watched this. And <gasps> I call, was not name dropping. I'm calling him out <laughs> because he would have watched this and heard too short to ride the rise and go too short, huh? And it's like, that's great, but the rest of it, none of it made any sense. Really? No, no, I can't. I can't imagine anyone thought this was good. People no, thought it was funny. I'm telling you, Larry. I they, thought it was horrendous. I understand why. They use why, the words, the best. Some people might have thought it was the best. Oh, my God. What? It's, yeah. It's subjective. Drugs, maybe drugs and alcohol that impair your brain. Maybe they like them and they're just pumping up their segment. No one liked. No one laughed. I'm sure no one people laughed. did. No one laughed. But Larry, I'm sure why people did? But Larry, why does it say amusement parks by Vega's name? Because fam, she's so short, they won't let her on the rides. Get it? Like you need to be this tall so that she's m- mad. Yes. I and I pretty much articulated it the way they do, and that's sad. No. It's not funny. No one would think that's funny. No. Byron says, well, like we just said, drugs. Um, Byron says he feels like a kid on Christmas morning every time he gets to be in the Thunderdome. So what, two times? But <laughs> yes, he's, he's saying, ooh, shiny lights, things. I'm impressed. Earlier today, Akira Tozawa shows up to Raw with a car full of ninjas and they say, sorry, your name's not on the list to be on TV on Raw where your job is. And, oh, of course, the reason for that is because the guy's a referee. 
Truth is there. He wins the title back. 24-7 title tr- champion Truth. I think 39 times they yes. said or something. Mm-hmm. They steal the referee and leave a ninja behind. So. When it went yeah, out. The, the, the best part was he locked the door and couldn't get back in the he car. couldn't get back that in the car. Was that was very yes. funny. Yes, he did that. Made, that made it for me. He had to reach window. in. Okay, Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza with Vega, Vega and the crazy urchin. From Bachelor thing. Um, but oh no, the lights flicker. And Angel grabs the urchin and leaves and abandons his family. Retribution comes in and they beat up everyone, including Zelina Vega, and leave. Okay, we come back. Tom doesn't seem to care about the terrorist attack He's that just happened. He's plugging away. And he says, get Peacock Network now. F you, Tom. Yeah, and then Byron has to point out that Selena was beat up by females, which there's three of them now. I don't. There were three this time. Also, Selena yeah. threw the first punch. Yeah, but remember last time on SmackDown there were three too. Yes, remember? Oh, was there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there were three men, three women. I said that, and one of the guys was tall. Yep. And you said it was definitely Dijakovic, Larry. Yep. And then oh, we, yeah. You don't remember things. It's fine. That's what I'm here for. Backstage, Adam Pierce is mad. He's like. You, so your security is bad and you guys are bad. We should rent different people. Okay. Raw underground time. But the Iconics are there now all of a sudden. Why? And Why? Shane says, okay, Peyton, Billy May, Billy May for OxyClean or whatever. Are you serious? He called her the wrong name. Yes. Why would they go there after a life-changing loss? Don't know. Because it's- when you're sad, you just got to go punch something. Do we have a serious continuity problem here? Well, you tell me, because this is the stuff that they talked about being taped last week. Oh. But hold on, let me let's let's figure it out. Jessamine Duke kills a named jobber that I it's, it was too quick to even write it down. Right. Is this before or after Shane calls her Jasmine Duke? Jasmine Duke. Jasmine Duke and Billy May. So Marina Shafir's there in a sundress and sun hat just she fresh like from a picnic. Fresh from a picnic beats a jobber. Okay, please like tell me I missed something. Peyton yeah. throws Billy into the ring to get beat up. Why? What? Okay, thank you. Because they can never be friends again. I wrote why. My thing is, were they gonna do this and then have a reason for it? And this is what the original plan was? Because this was not yesterday. No, I don't. I don't know what. And then we'll go on with this. And what does Shane do at the end? It's creepy. He hugs Peyton Royce like, like all in a weird, weird way. Sweats all over her. Yeah, like in a hey, babe. What? You know she's with Sean Spears, right? Hands off. Why are you touching women like that anyway? What a creep. Yeah, it doesn't matter who she's with. Well, Shane. Um, what is that? The big. Big overgrown son, or what is what is Oh he? my god, large adult yeah. child. Large adult, adult son. Large, was large adult son. Oh my that's god, amazing. that's amazing. He's the worst. Um. So yeah, that, what, what just happened? I don't know. Why did Peyton throw, I can't, uh, what, I'm, please tell me I'm missing something. I don't know what the purpose of any of this was. Okay. Charlie interviews. It is so, it's so jumping ahead in story that it's incredible. Okay. Charlie's at the gate. At Jordan's gate at the Raw Underground, she interviews Cruz and Cedric and Ricochet, and Jordan lets them in the COVID cavern to get probably sick. So, yeah. 
Shane says, okay, we come back from break. Shane says, this is the underground main event. Apollo Crews versus Shelton Benjamin. And they roll out of the ring and it's a brawl with hurt business guys against face guys. Then they all roll back in the ring and each hurt business guy is fighting a Apollo Crews team guy. And they all win at the exact same time. This is the one. Mm-hmm. This is probably the dumbest thing that's ever happened on yep. this. Other than Shane going, "Okay, okay, okay, that's sick, that's sick, that's sick." It's done, 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 done. Ring the bell, ring it, sick, sick, sick. Between Peyton and Billy being there in their wrestling gear, and then that happening with the the three finishes at once, it it was very much <clears throat> conflating. Right? Am I using oh, that right? Conflating wrestling it. and the underground thing, and it was and the, stupid. And my, my problem with this now that I look at it, Larry, I said this last night when we were watching Raw. I said, wait a minute. These Raw underground matches are about an average, I would say, of 15 seconds. Yes. If you average all yeah. the matches together, 15 second matches. So I'm sure it's even less than that. But why wouldn't you use whatever tactics you just used here in underground to get wins in the ring out there on Raw? Because. Clearly, this is how you beat somebody faster. True. Yeah. I don't get it. I understand oh, was- some of them win by cheating, which you couldn't do. But the ones that won by, you know, submission, a real, like a real fight or knockout, you can do that in the ring. I just know I- that when this was over, I wanted to go on a picnic. Marina Shafir, what have you done? <sighs> well, you want more? I'll give you more. No. no. Be- because I don't backsta- want more, but I'll take it. Okay. Backstage, Angel and the Bachelor Urchin, uh, Bachelor Urchin, Angel and the are back- backstage. But why are they back there? They're right where the bad guys went. <laughs> he took her away to right where they ran to. So, oh, look, there's Retribution. And maybe it's the ninjas because I, at this point, or isn't it the same outfit? Aren't they just like sharing outfits? I think it's so. so confusing. Yeah. One is but a joke and one is One's a joke and one's joke. supposed to be a terrorist faction. But, excuse me, Angel abandons the bachelor urchin and she's standing there like they're going to kill her. Retribution is going to kill her. But she runs away and then clearly the voice of Dominic Dijakovic says, Yeah, you better run. So, not only is this bad, there is nothing cool about Retribution at all. Shouldn't this be, if it's not going to be scary, which it's not, then it should be cool or exciting. It's neither. It's none of those things. I don't understand what the gimmick is here other than lying to people and saying it's going to be one thing and then figuring it out later and then saying, well, we just did this to bump ratings. Right. But But the show's not over, Joe. This is, yeah, we got to see where this goes. Okay, so, right, Retribution's backstage. They almost attacked a guest. So they're furious. Main event, triple threat number one contenders match. Orton versus Rollins versus Keith Lee. And I wrote, I'm sorry, but this sadly thrown together match is just not interesting to me. Mm -mm. Even though Keith Lee has a really good run in it, really cool moves, spirit bomb on Rollins, but RKO on Keith Lee, and then Orton's smart enough to know that yeah, I like he should that. try That's to pin great. Rollins because Keith Lee might kick out. So he goes and beats on the already more injured Rollins. And Orton wins. And now it's at Clash of Champions, Drew versus Orton. And I wrote yawn because that's the title change show. <clears throat> but here's the thing. I'm thinking triple threat, no finish. Under the retribution, they're there, right? 
That way, that way, you can have this open-ended. Now we have three contenders. And if Drew is, quote, storyline cleared, whatever, um, I guess the quote wouldn't be there, but if he's storyline cleared by Clash of Champions, then it's a four-way with these guys, which makes, you know, at least we could protect people. But then, if he's fake, not cleared, and they want to protect him, Drew even more by just taking the title off him because he can't show up because his brain's, you know, bleeding into his skull, whatever's happening, then these three are the, the match to decide, you know, at the... Uh, at the Clash of Champions. Yeah, that's these guys what, what I expected. Right. But instead, it's nothing, and it's just our original plan at SummerSlam where Orton's just going to beat Drew McIntyre. Right. Okay. I mean, that's fine, but... um, Wow, talk about creativity being busted this week. Mm-hmm. I was just happy they protected Keith Lee. It really wasn't Me too. good, obviously. Me too. Yeah. They've done a really, really good job so far, and I know it's only been a few shows, but... You know, it's really been three shows. That's it. But they've, they've been doing a great job with that. So I'm happy about that. However, I'm not happy about they get a small ratings bump. And then all of a sudden they just do copy paste again. And they laurels, do, they yeah. don't care. And they're like, well, it's working. We got our two million viewers. Just keep this up. And then because you don't then write for the future, your rating goes down. And now you have to do some other crazy stunt. I don't want that anymore. We deserve way better than that. Well, we so, always have. High five. Uh, yeah. So that's you know that's your that's your raw. So this week really mixed week of wrestling. So yeah. let's give our rankings so we could really define Oof. what we think is the best. If you guys, whatever, I'll go first. If you don't want to go first, yeah, you go. No, first. you go first. Okay. Um, I think the best show of the week. I know yours is SmackDown or whatever. I think the best show of the week is AEW. I think um, I, I the worst show of the week was NXT. But with Raw and SmackDown, I have a real tough time. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't, I listen, I didn't like SmackDown as much as you did, Larry. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I liked parts of SmackDown. I love Postman Pierce. I love the ending. Okay, because of the ending alone, mm-hmm. you're right. That's second place for sure. So Raw is third because it wasted my time and. NXT's last because I don't see a future there. That's so, my my rankings the same. Yeah, I figured it, it's just you know, I, that that's what it's got to be. So what's yours, Larry? Oh, SmackDown easy, then AEW. That's not fair. And then Raw and NXT because God. even at three hours, Raw gave me something. I don't think I got anything from NXT. No, I, really I didn't. Don't. I didn't. I got very aggravated watching it. Yeah. What are you so, going to do? That I just I I feel even though Raw wasted three hours, it gave me something. Yeah. NXT wasted two hours and gave yeah. me I don't think anything. Okay, fair enough. <sighs> All right, I'm tired of wrestling right now. And guess what? In a few hours, it's NXT time already. Wow, that's weird. Uh, I'm not used to that weird Tuesday night. It's going to be two weeks in a row. I. I'm looking forward to that Iron Man match, which will take up half of the show. So at least that'll be good. But again, I'm terrified as to what the rest of it is. So, and I know what some of it is. One of it's like Legato de Fantasma against Del Fantasma against Brizongo and Isaiah Swerve Scott for the ninth time. Do you want that? I don't. You're getting it. Getting it, okay. 
All right. So, yeah. Anything else? Mm-mm. No. Please go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan and become a patron of the show. If you don't, then go to smartwrestlingfan.com and at the bottom of the page there's a PayPal link. Please donate because um, we could use your support and it's the COVID times. I understand, you know, things are normalizing, but without a vaccine, we're still not normal. And um, I get all that. We're just trying to provide constant content throughout this like we always do so any support is is good and um you know we thank you for that but um i believe that's our show this week for this time everybody five away from the big 800 i can't wait uh, special everything it's gonna be it's gonna be great okay or it's gonna be nothing all right so that's it Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Until next time, bye, everybody. Bye-bye.